Hello there. Welcome to a very special, very experimental, possibly disastrous Silicon Sasquatch podcast. Uh, I am Nick Cummings, joined here today by Aaron Thayer. Hello. Tyler Martin. I'm so afraid. And Todd Bonham. Welcome to Thunderdome! We are <laughs> we are in for a hell of a day. This is our uh, official deliberation session for the, our Game of the Year feature. We've done this... This will be our fifth year, actually, in a row doing it, so props to us guys for somehow stomaching this process every year. Yeah. Is this year, really year five? Holy crap. Yeah. It's actually, um, yeah, it'll actually have been our five-year anniversary by the time this goes up, too, so congratulations to us all. We're so special. So this process is kind of a, 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 a gross one. It's like watching sausage get made. It has been That's a phrase that's been tossed around a bit. But we wanted to share it with you guys, uh, anyone who wants to listen to this, to understand kind of how we... Um, go through all these games we've played and discussed throughout the year and try to narrow it down to a top 10 list. Uh, it's kind of a, a messy process, but hopefully that extra transparency will be, if not interesting, then at least like reassuring that we're not um, total like worthless shills or corrupt. Uh, I don't know. Also, we're, we're good people. This game of the How we're all sponsored. still friends after this is over. That's, that's probably a question that's better left to our group counselor. This uh, <laughs> yeah, this game of the year is sponsored by Mountain Dew. So, and Paxil. What? Yeah. But which which color of Mountain Dew? The red one? I'm, I want to go red. I'm not no that blue shit around here. Game Fuel, whichever color that is. So tell us, Nick, how this is working. Classic green, right? This is code red. <laughs> That's it. This is this is no holds barred. This is actually uh, actually there's a process. Let's talk about that really fast and then get started here. So we. Uh, Leading up to this, everybody would share their thoughts about what games they thought would make their own personal top ten lists, and uh, kind of post questions to the group about like, what about this game? Do you think this should be there? And we have kind of a rough working list of about fifty games uh, that we want to start with uh, that we played this year. At least one of us did, and we want to vouch for it. Uh, as far as ground rules for nominating a game, any game that came out this year and was completely finished by the end of the year is valid. So that means that episodic games that have not been finished such as uh, Kentucky Route Zero or um, The Wolf Walking Among Dead Us. Season 2, uh, the, last, uh, the Wolf Among Us, and maybe Bear Stearns Bravo? Uh, Technically. Oh. Just, <laughs> Spencer's going to be so pissed off if you get it Don't be taking pot shots at him while he's not here. That's not fair. <laughs> it's not a pot shot. I just, it is episodic and it's not complete. Uh, but we can talk about whether it ever will be, and in that case, maybe it's whatever. Oh, and, and to clarify, we have gotten, uh, we, of course games and suggestions from both Spencer and Britt, our other missing uh, contributors for the evening, but they could not make the recording time because planning things is difficult sometimes. Spencer but, may join us later. Who knows? It's a crazy world we live in. Yeah, Spencer might do the run-in. And Feels you know, wrong not having Brit- him here. <laughs> He's gonna run with like a bomb strapped to his chest and just no, no. Bears turns Bravo. I'm sorry, I've been watching too much wrestling, so I'm imagining Spencer running down to the ring with a folding chair in hand to, to like clear <laughs> out for Bear Stearns Bravo at the end of the match. He's the only other dissenter for Gone Home, though. I'm, that leaves me all alone here trying to beat that game away from the number one you spot. Lose. Oh, you let's lose. not let's not start with the showstopper. Come on now. Let's get some other things going out there before we get into the real bloody battle. I'm just gonna put this this bet out there. I don't think Gone Home is gonna make number one, even though it's my pick. <laughs> oh thank God. But that's not to say I'm gonna <laughs> but that like, means back down something else will. <laughs> parade his paper craft agenda in this 
papercraft session. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, Tearaway doesn't stop and finish on your Vita. You you have you unlock you have to papercraft patterns. You have to print, you have to print out print yeah, and then finish the game. <laughs> you don't have to. This is bonus bullshit. Oh, wait, you're There's actually mandatory about this. You're not kidding. I know. I'm kidding. Oh, it's not mandatory. I wouldn't have. No, so they actually okay. I can't. Oh yeah, they, they do give you patterns. Patterns. Oh, Fuck that. Anyway, so how are we? How are <laughs> we fuck you. This? It's cute. <laughs> Just to mention, this podcast will not be edited and it will no. not be censored. So no, it's going to be hours long. So prepare now. We're We've already joked about using censored. No, never. But okay. it's going to be way worse than it ever everybody. was in the past. Oh, so yeah, much worse. This is this podcast will vindicate the effort Spencer Spencer puts into the rest of our podcast. Yes. Anyone yep. brave enough to listen to this? Like, there are no homophobes here. There are no racists here. There are no misandrists here, or whatever. But you know, things get said in the heat of passion. Things we can't take back. There are I apologize yeah. in advance for what goes on here. Yep. I want a good clean fight, gentlemen. That's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's get. Let me just finish giving the rules here. So we'll go through this master list of games that people have proposed. Uh, there were a few games that were only mentioned as what we call honorable mentions, which are games that we don't want to bring to the table for a top ten position, but we feel like they still deserve recognition in some way and may make it onto our own personal honorable mentions list. So this is kind of a moment to recognize the fallen, the games that were kind of good that didn't really get finished or didn't really get appreciated. So. Is this like our Academy Awards, like, games we lost yeah. this year? <laughs> games we lost this year. So, Sad music. In, not quite. Um, not quite. Just It's it's the equivalent of the college football receiving votes. The yes. top 25 polls, there's always, like, the group that, you know, they received a vote or two for lower positions but did not actually get into the top 25. Can we send those developers participation ribbons? We should probably send them, like, something. Maybe a paperclip. <laughs> But those games, just to quickly rattle them off, that will not be in consideration for our top ten list are Fire Emblem Awakening, which Aaron and I listed as an honorable mention. Uh, I played about five hours of it. It's really hard. Guacamelee, which Nick and Tyler mentioned. That would be me, Nick. Uh, great game. I actually am kind of surprised neither of us nominated it for the top ten, but it's the only game I played through twice this year. So, that's something. So, wait. You thought Fire Emblem was hard? Yeah. It has... Like a difficulty setting, you can choose easy if you want. Yeah, but I, I, I ain't no sissy, man. Well, it's only as hard as you make it, is what I'm saying. Like, but it was, it was too boring on the easy mode, so I restarted on the hard mode, and then I started losing people. So I kind of am at a conundrum. How did you play XCOM? Uh, hardcore. <laughs> I played the original XCOM like a lot, though. I, okay, I, personally, I thought like XCOM on higher difficulties was much more difficult than Fire Emblem was. It is. But I, I'm okay with losing people in XCOM. I'm not okay in Fire Emblem because they have dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't I breed your XCOM characters, can you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't played the new expansion. I did feel kind of weird about starting to treat my like little frontline guys as basically like farm animals. Just like, come on, come on, make a child. I want the offspring. They're going to be okay. more powerful than you. That alone is why Fire Emblem is not making the game of your list. Because that's creepy. Uh, <laughs> they're all virtual. They're not real people. They don't even I have know. feet. You just want a better army. I understand. It's still creepy. Battlefield 4 is not making the list. Uh, Aaron listed as an honorable mention, but we, as we talked about on a previous podcast, we all felt, uh, those of us who played it, that just it wasn't a big enough step over Battlefield 3, which did make our top 10 list previously. Also, it, it sounds like it's still completely broken. 
It's pretty yeah. janky. Um, Polygon has dropped its console score, I think, all the way down to a four. Yeah, we can't speak to the because console, the online is broken. The PC version is had no problems. I've had maybe one crash, but that's me personally. I've had a few crashes, but generally speaking, once I drop the settings down, um, it's been fantastic. But it's Battlefield, and it's not. It's very Battlefield Three, from what I understand of that game. So, not really a big enough sea change for the series to make any substantial changes. Uh, Bit Trip Runner 2, Tyler mentioned this. I loved the five minutes I played at PAX. I would love to play more of it. Uh, anything else to say about that, Tyler? It's really good at what it does. Um, <laughs> uh, it just wasn't exceptional. Um, I had a lot of fun playing it, and I definitely think it's a noteworthy game that deserves to be played, but as far as like best of the year, it's like you just got to make some tough choices. Yeah. Blood will be shed. Tears will be cried. Dead Space 3. Aaron listed this. I haven't played it because I heard it was pretty bad. Aaron, you are crazy. I mean, I had fun with that game, but like, I don't think it even comes close to being warranted as a mention for the best of the year. Well, I put it on as an honorable mention. That's... Yeah. Yeah. So, I wasn't going to fight for it, but I played through it, and I only selected three final games that I would actually talk about for honorable mentions, but it wasn't that bad. Did you play Call? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. If anyone wants to co-op that, by the way, I do have it on Origin, and I wanted to play it. I have the PS3 version. Oh. Oh, well. Uh, DMC, Devil May Cry, the Ninja Theory reboot of the series that I listed as an honorable mention, because that game is a lot of fun, and I think it's the best game Ninja Theory has made in terms of combat. Not sure about the story yet. You're not setting a super high bar there. I True. I actually really liked uh, Enslaved. That was in my honorable mentions, I think. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, I did not like I've that heard, combat. Oh, I loved it. I've heard that Devil May Cry is going to be coming to European PS Plus as a free game this month or next month. January. and Or January. So if it comes to the US side of that in the next month or two as well, that would be nice. I would yeah. love to play that. I love the demo. Or I might just go find it used here. It's already in English over here, Doug. It's super cheap. Yeah, yeah, and, like, yeah. Used and- if you can get for like 10 bucks, absolutely. It's it's a fantastic yeah. combat or character action game. It's a lot less hard than Devil May Cry 3. Oh, yeah. Uh, which I also loved, but was maybe too punishing. Uh, and then also Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, which I guess actually came out this year. Uh, I didn't finish it, but it's ridiculous. It's Platinum making a character action game. Uh and it made Raiden actually kind of enjoyable as a character. So uh, I, I had a blast. I want to finish it, but I don't think it's really like a cohesive enough game to mention. Yeah. To merit that's, another, that's another game I want to try at some point, but it's really cheap in Japan, and I think the Japanese version is only in Japanese, and mm. uh, that seems like some nonsense I'm not going to understand if I hear the cutscenes in Japanese. To be fair, I was playing in English, and the cutscenes were nonsense. So, so we're saying that... I know okay. some people here that would happily crucify me for saying this, but I just don't care for Platinum's games. So they, they kind of had a pretty mediocre year then. They had Wonderful 101 and Revengeance... Yeah, I liked Wonderful 101 based on the demo, but I just didn't want to buy the full game. Yeah. Uh, but Bayonetta 2 is out next year, and I played some of that at PAX. Or no, I watched a video, whatever. Point is, that game's going to be nuts. And even if you guys don't like it, I'm going to play the Oh, and it's because you have a Wii U already, Nick, so you can. Oh, that's true, I do, because I make foolish oh. purchases. So speaking of, let's get uh, to our best games of the year, because they're all Wii U games, right? So. Uh, yeah, they all are, okay. actually. Uh, coincidentally, uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, we saw some honorable mentions really fast to go through. Metro Last Light was listed by Aaron. Uh, anything to say about that? Uh, I never finished 2033, 
and last light looks really good on my computer um it's <laughs> i i almost feel guilty about it just because the story that came out after it was released about the developers working conditions with um that was a big story earlier this year like no heating in the building and terrible uh, hardware that they had to work on that was smuggled across the border from other Eastern European countries. And just what they had to do to get this game done was impressive. And it's actually pretty technically good, but it's still another shooter. So um, it's atmospheric, but it's absolutely not the best game of the year. I would actually kind of like feel weird about rewarding a game that was produced under like bad working conditions. Yeah. I, it's hard to say cuz there's still a little transparency around most of these games, but um so, I was going to say we could really start talking about things that are happening in America as well and talk about working conditions, but that's a whole nother topic. Oh yeah. Because worst worst working that? condition game of the year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto uh, 5. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Five years spent making the cell phone look good. That <laughs> and was it your still job. looks like Gen 1 iPhone. I know. Anyway. Yeah, no, not even any parallax scrolling. But it's I did just... like how Yeesh. each character matched the phone that they used. Like, Michael totally used an iPhone-type device, an iFruit. Uh, um, Trevor absolutely would use a Windows phone, because people who have Windows phones are insane. <laughs> <laughs> and, yep. and uh android sounds like you know the cool hip person like franklin so yeah um so as a big tonal shift here from metro nino kuni wrath of the white witch aaron tell us about this game i played uh about i think last i looked 40 plus hours and i still was maybe a third of the way through the game um the difficulty with that game was it's grinding and yeah. it really almost I, I'm not going to say made me do it but after reading <laughs> online guides I knew that I would have been way better off to have done that compa- compared with not to jump ahead another kind of monster catching fighting game Pokemon that came out this year absolutely backed away from that incessant need to just grind and and waste your time Nino Kuni was beautiful is uh, is absolutely a, a great collaboration with Level 5 and Studio Ghibli, but as a game itself, it sucked away way too much of your time and didn't push the genre forward, which I, I couldn't just, in good conscience, vote for it on its visuals alone. Well, the yeah, story was good my... when it was there, but there's just too much mm. of that game where the story is just completely absent. Yeah. Mm. I watched one of my friends play it at his house, and it looked very, very grind-heavy. Yes. Like, oh, it, it looked absolutely gorgeous, and the world map and the, the actual graphics looked amazing. It's like, oh, it's a, wonderful. It was like they cloned the feeling of a 90s JRPG, but all the soul was left out of it. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That's what gives me hope for Bravely Default. Oh, I hope that I'm lives up. incredibly pumped for that game. <laughs> just want to let that, like, late 90s Final Fantasy nostalgia just wash over me. <laughs> I gotta see if for uh, apparently for the sequel the which is like a director's cut version of the of Bravely Default. It's uh-huh. the Goaty edition or whatever. Bra- the Goaty edition. It came out. It came out in Japan and also has English on the cartridge, like Pokemon style. So oh, I might cool. pick that up in the future. Well, it's, it's just basically it's the same release that Europe got. Ah, okay. The so fact that like it doesn't come out in Final Mix equivalent. Yeah, sort of. 
the fact that it's not out in America, like it doesn't come out in America until February, is just entirely NOA bullshit because the game is done. Yeah. Fully translated, everything's in there. It's just I'm, Nintendo of America saying, no, we want to sell it in February. Dude, I'm still pissed that they didn't let Terranigma come out in the U.S. That wasn't really Nintendo's decision. Wasn't it? No, that was Square. I thought it was a content issue, and that was Enix. Oh. That was before the merger, I guess. Yeah, anyway, nobody cares about that game. I shouldn't have mentioned it. <laughs> it was good. It was really good. Uh, Payday 2. Spencer mentioned this. Uh, my understanding is it's a game where you shoot people in a bank, which... Knowing Spencer sounds a little bit like the kind of game he would get behind. It is uh, an interesting story because um, they made a, a they previously made a version of it, but they also I think they put this one out kind of free to play ish or no, very cheap. It's, it's not. It's the complete it's opposite. Bucks, of that. Isn't it? It's it was a forty dollar game when it came out. Wow! But they also I remember seeing news stories that they made all their money back within like a week. They so sold that, a lot. Maybe not selling a lot per se, but also they're working at a much better like as a as a business. It's much better than it's a better model than a lot of other game studios have at the moment. So it'd be interesting to mm. see what they did. It's basically did Left right. 4 Dead in a heist style missions. Yep. Yeah, it's supposed to be fun. I've I've never played Payday or the sequel, but it sounds pretty it's good. entirely as fun as the people you're playing with. That makes sense. I mean, that's true. Yes, as well. that that sounds like so many online games. Yeah. A uh, couple uh, to cap off the list from Tyler. Puppeteer? Was that PS3? Yeah, I mean, I could... I'll probably say more about that later, but like, it's another first-party release from Sony, and it's remarkable in the presentation that it does and just the style of it. Like, It, it hits that, like, you're watching a stage puppeteer show motif so hard, and it hits it so well, but the, what the rest of the game does isn't really wholly remarkable. Hmm. I mean, it's a great platformer. I highly recommend like anyone with an interest in that style of game play it, and it is very family-friendly. But Do you need a move for that? No, you do not. Okay, for some it reason is, I thought I'd need a move. It is a standard control game. There might be like some extra crap like for if you have a move controller, probably kind of like uh, how Mario Galaxy used the pointer if you had a second one. Yeah. Like just collecting stuff on screen. The unfortunately named girlfriend mode. Oh. Yeah. Well, I've yeah, never called it that, but Well, sure. no one officially no. called it that, but unfortunately a lot of people did. Yeah, that was a pretty terrible decision. Yeah. I've always associated it more with my friends who had small children that wanted to play games but don't really have the mental acuity for it. Yeah. So they just hand the mm-hmm. kid the controller and they just wave it around. It's it's, it's for, like, preschoolers and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a better option than just giving a kid an unplugged controller and letting them pretend they're playing. Yeah, that's just mean. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. <laughs> this is why... Well, well, none of us have children, so we don't know. Yeah, just for anyone listening, don't worry. Yeah. We're not in a position to be dicks to kids very often. <laughs> yeah, we're in our late <laughs> 20s now. We're allowed a little bit more time. to. We ate all our children. Yeah. Okay. They were... Depriving us our bachelor budgets. Did we? <laughs> they overrode our Nino Cooney saves. And we got <laughs> oh <pissed>. no! <laughs> um, All right. Yeah. What, what else do we have? Last game on the list of honorable mentions only is uh, well, Ratchet and Clank into the Nexus. Yeah. Unless Doug has something after that, but I Tyler, do. I do. Tell us about your love for this series in like thirty seconds. <laughs> and that's it. Um. Oh, it's another family-friendly game. Like it's a, it's a, the best Ratchet and Clank game they've made since a crack in time. Just because it actually is a Ratchet and Clank game, and not like 
some other weird genre that they're shoehorning Ratchet and Clank into. Uh, it's animated very well. The simple story works to its advantage. Like it's, it is longer than Quest for Booty was. So, Nick, that might hold some appeal for you, but it's not like a full retail release. the The weapons mm. are fun. The worlds are interesting. It never, it didn't feel too short for me, especially for the the half price point that they put it at. And I, I w- I'm not going to use the like the whole like friends uh, fans of the genre. Uh, stereotype like I think like it, it's totally approachable for newcomers but it is just it's another Ratchet and Clank game and it's a great way to cap off that franchise if Insomniac chooses to, to never revisit it hmm. which would be a bummer I mean I'm a huge fan of that franchise I hope they they do something with it eventually and I was just happy to see more of it and I was happy to see it done well again Yeah, but yeah there's nothing that makes it stand out from the other releases. I wouldn't even call it the best Ratchet and Clank game. Do you think that that series needs like three or four years on the bench before they come back to it? I mean, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think the problem with that series has been overexposure. I think the problem has just been like they don't really know what to do with it. Like mm-hmm. uh, the a crack in time didn't sell very well, and. The the main team at Insomniac has moved on other things. Like right now, they're working on Sunset Overdrive. Before that, they did Fuel. Before that, they did Resistance. So Ratchet and Clank has been the burden of the North Carolina offices, which are the more recently opened ones. The, the JV squad, perhaps. I mean, I guess they've kind of fallen to that role by default, just because they're the newer studio. But yeah, 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 getting the hammy downs. I would definitely love to see a, what a next gen version of that series looks like, though. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw that. Actually, yeah. I mean, Sony probably wants to bring some more mascots onto its. Uh, yeah, but the thing is, Sony owns it, so either Insomniac would have to continue to play ball with Sony, which I'm not sure if they want to continue to do, or they would have to get someone new to work on Ratchet and Clank, mm. which could be interesting in itself, just to see how a new developer handles that franchise because no one other than Insomniac has ever worked on it. Interesting. But, I mean, th- right now they're working on uh, an Xbox One exclusive game uh, published by EA, I think. Or maybe it's published by Microsoft Game Studios. I'm not entirely sure on that. But I don't know what that means for their relationship with Sony, whether it's not changed anything or maybe it's hurt it. Interesting. Right, uh, Into the Nexus yeah. was both announced and released after Sunset Overdrive. So maybe nothing's changed. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, Doug, did you have something to add? Yeah, um, I didn't get any honorable mentions on the list earlier, but I've got a couple ones to talk up, just a couple ones to mention briefly. Um, first, um, I wanted to make a mention for something that's not technically a game per se, but um, Civilization Five. <laughs> fuck off, Civilization Five: Brave New World. The update. Um, the way I played Civilization. Well, I played a bunch of Civilization Five the last couple years, and I played through. Um, default vanilla civ 5 and then added gods and kings during the summer during steam sale and then i was given the code for my birthday thank you tyler from tyler for brave new world so i played all three different versions and back to back to back and the ways that it changes and improves are just amazing i would also like to nominate the dead or alive 5 4th of july swimsuit pack (laughs) as an honorable mention i think that also okay there's a difference between uh did that come out this year though yes Okay. Well, I think we have a point of contention in the list, fellas. 
I think Doug makes a good point, though. Like, it's rare for an expansion to dramatically change the way you play a game. And I wouldn't expect that from XCOM, but it's it sounds like with Civ, it actually kind of... So, just, so yeah. only would only count Brave New World if it was a standalone thing? Yes. Someday we're going to have to yeah. adjust Un- this, but either way. So, Unfor- yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, it's still part of the game. It's still an expansion pack. I think saying it's DLC is too would say it's too light because it was a pretty big download yeah. and it changes a lot about how you play a civilization game plus it costs like $30 I think that that should be the limiting factor yeah. <laughs> can yeah. you guys think of um, any other expansion pack that you would consider to be XCOM, a game of the year contender the new no would you really consider Enemy Within to be a completely new game that they're adding stuff up? onto the main campaign I haven't played it Nick would you have said that it is its own thing it, can, it changes the way you play the game so yeah but you're still and that the, the only same reason, campaign. The only reason it's sent as part of the game with the um, PlayStation and Xbox versions are because of the licensing rights for the consoles. Like, you can download it separately and separate install or everything on PC, I believe. Uh, but you're playing through the same story. You're still playing XCOM. It's not a brand new campaign for Enemy Within. It's not even like a StarCraft S expansion. It's just adding stuff onto the original XCOM. I think more of our problem with it is that we haven't yet found a standalone piece of content that is worth making Game of the Year. One day when we run across that, if that happens, then we're going to probably change our tune. What about Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon? It's not worth it. That's not even an expansion. That was a completely separate. No, that was standalone. Still, you said standalone. You're still though. using like basically the same assets and gameplay, though. You could make that same argument for that. Well, yeah, I'm not about to make sure that, that argument because I didn't really. Yeah, I didn't love Far Cry Three Blood Dragon, so yeah, I you, didn't either. But you have to find someone else to make that claim. Maybe Spencer. Well, I, I think it was on our, It's been nominated so by two people. Who uh, else nominated besides I Spencer? Could, I could go into details, but the way that you negotiate politics in a playthrough of Brave New World is completely different from Gods and Kings, and they're both completely different from Vanilla. Oh Survivor. man, Doug, I thought you were still talking about Blood Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> nope. The way you negotiate politics in Blood Dragon with your magic shurikens. And your fist. Middle finger. Yeah. <laughs> your laser dinosaur. <laughs> oh, man. All right. But, uh, no, I, I, orig- I originally put that on the Game of the Year list, but I figure I'll just back it off of that list and make it an honorable mention to stand alone. But then Tyler shit all over me anyways. <laughs> Fuck you. That's what I Sunrise, do. sunset. All right, uh, what else you got? Tyler? Thank you for getting me that, but fuck you. <laughs> anything else that's all okay so everything else i played was either from last year or it's on our big list yep which is why persona 4 golden is not on this list even though it's the best game i played um let's uh let's uh let's and it's all about you right nick it is yep it's his goddamn site remember that's well, one of those things i will say that i i should provide accolades to you guys is that, that though we've been doing this for five years this list has always been a democracy, and I am kind of impressed by that because when I first started r- working on this site, like I was just a contributor. I didn't really have much of a say in the way things were done, but my voice has always been a contributing factor on these things, and I've never really felt marginalized. So kudos to you guys for that because like when we first started this, like it was your damn show. You could have just made the list whatever the hell you wanted. Well, I'm glad well, that you don't feel marginalized because, like, this list would suck if it was just. Well, mine. just wait until we actually so. get into the arg- argument about your marginalization. So we haven't really. <laughs> let's, uh, yeah, let's put the brakes on that. All right. Uh, you, you may notice, guys, reading this on this list, that um, 
some games that end in three have a yes instead of a three. It's because I did a find and replace for the number three with yes, and I forgot to take off the titles. So. Oh, Far Cry Yes, Blood uh, Dragon? So. Yeah, uh, well, actually, Pikmin Yes. <laughs> That's, that game would win. <laughs> which could totally be a real title to come out in So which way are we going to go on this, shall so, we? I think the way we've done it in years past... Uh, We've always had everyone can kind of pick one game that they want to like keep safe until we make the top ten list, and one game they want to like just absolutely crucify before we get to the top ten. <laughs> Ooh, that, that was, was amusing. Uh, and I think yeah. if we keep a majority rules, like we should have like a three yay votes can veto that. Okay. So if Are someone wants animals- to save something and three people vote against it, then it's it can't be saved. If someone wants to kill something and three people vote against it, then it can't be killed. Okay. Uh, how do you want to handle Spencer and Britt's votes? Uh, well, I mean, that's going to be a discussion for the entire podcast. Like, I they're feel not like that's... here, so we can't really speak well, for them. I think we kind of made that um, decision. If uh, Spencer comes in at the end of this and then say, I depart, he can help wrap up any of contention points but even if they have their votes we just use the numbers but then we vote them out because uh, they're not here like we can't yeah that's yeah fair. um right. and i don't know if that's gonna i don't think there's anything that brit was really hammering the gong about that she we don't disagree, that we don't agree about with tomb raider which i at one point had as one of my games and then made it an honorable mention so yeah yeah, I might. I would put it as an honorable mention too, maybe. But yeah, uh, I think I think she was a big fan of Brothers, yeah. which I didn't. Care yeah, for. Um, I put that on there as well. Her list seems kind of haphazard. I think she got to play as much this year as she wanted to. Yeah, I mean, and most of the games on there are games I enjoyed. But. And the last one from her that's kind of specific, or the only one that's only got her as a vote is Injustice: God Among Gods Among Us. I just Tyler. I played on Vita. I mean, <laughs> it's it's fun for me because it's it's a very fan servicey kind of game. There's a lot of DC Comics uh, references in there. I would not deign to call that a great fighter. I'm surprised that it's actually winning like best <laughs> fighter from some people. Like I can see how it'd be think- fun, but as far as like a competitive fighter, like it it does not even come close to approaching like Street Fighter or I would probably wager even Mortal Kombat. Did I think it- Arena come out this year. No, um, that was no. last year. Okay, so I think that's why it's winning Best Fighters because yeah. nothing else came out this year. Because I, I've, yeah, I like Persona Four Arena. Um, of course you do. All right, how about how about we um, how about we do that then? Because there's twenty. How many games are there on this list? She also uh, has a dive kick on her list. Uh, uh, Luigi's I, Mansion. I liked Luigi's Mansion. I got bored with it after a couple hours, though. Me too. The GameCube version was much better, I thought. Yeah, it was also only two hours long, which made it a lot more palatable. <laughs> I, I still want to play it, and apparently it sold really did well. Did you think that... Like, wow. did you, not to go to... Well, it is the year Luigi dug. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nick, did you think that the game was a good level of short when the GameCube came out? Because that was why everybody was pissed about Luigi's Mansion. It was so short. I actually never bought it. I well, I got it when so, I my I got it on day one, and I yeah. was pissed. So uh, I, I borrowed it from my friend. So yeah, the 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 length never bothered me because I never spent any actual real mo- dollars on it. Yeah, I think people were pissed just because it wasn't Mario sixty four. Oh, yeah. 
or yeah. Mario 64 too. And then Mario Sunshine wasn't Mario 64 either. And then the fact that it's short was like yeah, that was Mario Sunshine double against it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> some, that's some good ass game right there. You know what? Fuck this. Oh, this no, is game not. of the year 2003. <laughs> this is what's going on now. Fine, Prince of Persia. The same. Okay, time. I agree. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, and then Wind Waker number two. God, and Kodor. Kodor like came out that year. It was a good goddamn year. I would yeah. have loved to have done this in high school. This Wasn't Beyond Good and Evil also yes. 2003? Or was that... Yes, it was. Was that 2004? Oh, yes, it was. And then... No, it was 2003. It was before college. Oh, that was really good. Yeah, because I got Beyond... Or, yeah, I got Beyond Good and Evil with Prince of Persia. It was like a yeah. deal that GameSpot was having. Or oh, GameStop. Wow. Stop. Which one's the store? Stop or Spot? Stop. Stop is... Stop. Stop. Yeah, they were having a deal where if you bought... Either one of the Ubisoft games, it was either Prince of Persia, Splinter Cell, or Beyond uh, Good oh, Evil. Splinter Cell. You could yeah, buy shit. one of the other ones too for like half off. Was that Pandora Tomorrow? That was oh, no, Pandora Chaos Tomorrow. The game was pretty no, it was the original Splinter Cell. Splinter Cell was 2002. Really? Oh, you're right, because Chaos Theory is 2005, and that was the third game. So. Yeah, Chaos Theory was when we were in college. Yeah, I'm positive because I had all three on the PlayStation, and uh, Splinter Cell was worst on PlayStation. <laughs> Yeah, it was good on Xbox, though. <laughs> Probably one of the first things that poisoned me against that franchise. Man, That and I, I just always Spencer. loved Metal Gear. Well, I think we have our yeah. Game of the Year contenders. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time, congratulations. Ten years ago, you were Game of the Year. And look at where you are now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Wait, where did Wait you call on Prince of Persia 2008? I, I still love that game. We I remember talking about that when we were... Yeah. Um, I love that. I've game. never it played really any of them. Man. Yeah, but then they made Forgotten Sands. I that was never kind of forgot about it. <laughs> oh. Yeah. They're like, well, wait, what if we go back to the old formula? JK, no one wants to play that. Did you, did you guys see that leaked uh, video that was supposedly like a next gen Prince yeah. of Persia game? Wasn't it just an art real. asset for Assassin's Creed or something? What was that? No, it came out well after uh, the original Assassin's Creed game. Yeah, okay. They never really went into what that was. Okay. It was never supposed to be shown to the public. The public. It might have been an internal like proof of concept of what a, another Prince of Persia game might look like. Okay. Hmm. Well, I'm I'm ready to it. spill some blood here. So. Yeah, let's just start killing people. Um, All right, off the list. Shadow Rogue done. Rogue Legacy done. Rayman done. Right, let's keep oh. going. Wait, this this works. <laughs> no, that's not how it works. Ever, let's go around. Let's go around the table and everyone pick one game to automatically move to the top ten, unless three people vote against it. Sound good? Yeah. Uh, who wants to go first? If no one volunteers, um, I I'm gonna pick uh, Super Mario 3D World. I'm okay with that. Yep. Sure. Um, can somebody please add to the? Just the top page yeah, somewhere. I'll do it. Yep. Unless Doug Thanks. has a keyboard accessible. I do. Seconds. Cool. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just... So that made the jump, so I'm just going to highlight that column, and we will never look at it again. Hot Excel action. Wait, you can't change the background color of this shit? God damn it, Google. I know, man. See, if we all, if we were really a company, we would just all um, pay for Office 365 for each individual. Uh, Obviously. Nick, you numbered each of these individually. You didn't just, like, set a number bullet point system. I was, I was excited. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, I'm going to go next, and I'm okay. going to take the extremely politically not interesting move and nominate Pokemon XY. Pokemon. I thought the whole point of this was to make it so that games that we feel passionate about but no one else played should get make it to the top well, ten. Like everything is, else, I yeah. have on there. I basically have backup on, so I wanted to pick something that. Doug, for fuck's sake, nominate like Gran right. Turismo or something. Then I'm gonna do Gran Turismo Six. Good. Good. Pokemon's luck. gonna be on this list no matter what. Yeah. Hey, Aaron and Doug, you guys are in for Gone Home, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In that case. Um, I'm going to go for... Pikmin? No, come on. No. Gran Turismo 6 Think of the in the thing top that 10. You may not have any defense on. I'm going to go for Device 6. Okay. Interesting. Let's go. Let's do it. I mean, I would have stood by that anyway, but... Okay. Well, that's true. Well, hold on. <laughs> Fine, whatever. I'll, not I'll, di- not Dice Cast. Cast. It's not top ten material. Like it's it's damn fun. Like it succeeds at distilling the fighting game, like the whole yeah. like idea of it's, playing a competitive fighting game into two buttons. And it's it's awesome. not even on Nick's top ten. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The problem the problem is also that it got way too in jokey. Like yeah. I watched a bunch of it on it just, it Giant Bomb me and it just hacks. And then like the one time I beat Nick, I felt vindicated somehow. And then he kept kicking my butt. So, <laughs> all right. So mine's gonna be Tearaway as a no surprise to anybody. Is anyone going to fight that now? Spoilers. No. He gets to have it. Have his binky. Oh, I know. I <laughs> know. Uh, where I, it just, is up in the top Just speculation. Tanks, what do you guys think Spencer would nominate? Besides, well, I don't know. Bear Stearns, yeah. Bravo. I okay. mean, that's it. Like, nothing else on here. He, or Far Cry, actually. Oh, yeah. So, we need uh, to talk about Bear Stearns, Bravo. I don't... Because, based yeah. on what you... Based on our rules, it isn't eligible. And I don't think it's really... Do we know that's unfinished? Like, have they said there's going to be more episodes? Well, I'm actually going to Google that right now. Because <laughs> we're professionals here. Yeah. This is... <laughs> this is how journalism happens, kids. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I... I don't know. It's not really a game, but then that opens up the whole argument of, well, what is a game anymore? And I guess you interact with it, and it has, like, an F... It's basically an FMV game. It's a choose-your-own-adventure. So it kind of counts, but it's not really on a platform. It counts just as much as The Fucking Walking Dead did. Yeah. So no. I, what I'm reading from the 77 Days Wikia is that there's supposed to be a third impact, or third episode, called Gigabyte Tomahawk <laughs> that has not been released. <laughs> It's a great name. Sounds great. So great let's, name. let's just, to make it easy, let's not consider it as eligible, because then that would be opening up the whole episodic debate that we've already said a bunch yeah. of games aren't eligible. Oh, man. And that poor bastard, yeah. he's going to be so disappointed if he ever comes. He may never join the call if he finds out about this, actually. Yeah, just preface it before he joins oh. so that <laughs> he can drink. But I think it's, uh, you know, that's Ooh, our, that's Stanley Parable. Work. That's his number one game. Oh, yeah, yeah we yeah, totally yeah. put Stanley Parable yeah. up there. Yeah, let's solve that problem that way, I suppose. Yep. Um, All right, so shall we move on to Crucifixions? He's listening to this later, and, and when he's uh, trying to put it together and going, No, you fuckers, I would have voted for Luigi's Mansion or something crazy. Now, uh, something to keep in mind with Crucifixions, like maybe choose something that you don't think everyone's going to support. Okay. Uh... 
Who wants to go? <laughs> Pikmin, yes. <laughs> I, I know. No, it's um, great. I want that to be a real game. Assassin's Creed Black Flag. I kind of want it. Not on the list. No. <laughs> well. Wow. So, Doug, are you saying no as in you don't think it should be on the list, or no, you don't agree with Nick's decision? Aaron, I know you really liked it. I'm really curious to hear why you liked it, because I hated it the last third well, so, game. So that's, do you want me to try to defend it so we cut it off the list, or are we just making the short list of 25 well, right now? maybe we should try and... Let's trim the fat first before we... Yeah, we should go from the bottom up books. just for the, the fat stuff for the bunch yeah. of those three games. Um, yeah. I, I can't tell you guys how much I love Rogue Legacy. I'm worried about losing that. Let's see. Shadowrun Returns... Um, I mean, I'm the only person that played it besides Spencer. I did back it. Uh, I played it too. Oh, really? A little bit, like an hour and a half. Just as, I played the original Shadowrun. So is it? Is I mean, it an I'm homage? glad. I'm glad I backed it. Is huh? it an homage? Is it a well done Kickstarter back? Okay, so is it a well done back backed game and a remake? Which yeah, it's a remake. Um, is it a remake? It's a remake is it is, isn't it? I thought it was like a just a new Shadowrun. I thought it was a remake of the original campaign. Let me find so out. okay, so if it's not a remake, let's say, is it a good enough game to have been the best of either that genre or have somehow pushed that forward, or is it like a statement of, hey, this was a kickstarted, funded whatever game, and it turned out pretty good, so it's it should get credit for that. Like, why would we want to vote for it? Okay. I totally say it's the latter. Like, uh, I think it's totally successful in what it set out to do. Like, it is a new Shadowrun game. It plays well. It was fun. I don't think there's anything wholly exceptional about so it. So if we're... Is that going to be like the argument when we look at games next year, like Wasteland 2 and the new Torment and stuff that are kickstarted games that, you know, they're going to be just what they are, but they're not exceptional, so there's no reason to vote for them? I mean, do you think that's unfair? I, I don't think it's... It's not worth judging... Well, we're just we're, we're judging everything by the same yardstick. It's not like giving a handicap to a, um, a kickstarted game because it was kickstarted. FTL got on the list last year because it was fucking amazing. Yep. Yeah. I think we need to first assess the game on its own merits and then look at the context. So, okay, who played and, Shadow? And if you, don't, if you don't look at... I played it. I played it a tiny bit. I don't feel like I, I can speak on it. It's fun. It's just... I don't know. It's not... It's an honorable mention, not it's game of the not year. It's super great. Really it's not like an amazing. It's not. It doesn't have the same impact as like the original Shadowrun. Hands off. It's like it's great. Maybe if the developer goes on to make a follow up to this, then they can do more with it because they're not constrained by like, oh, can they make a new Shadowrun game? It's like now we know they can do this. Okay, so now push the the goalpost forward. Or it seems like they kind of yeah. It's like when they brought back. I, I, I guess the way I, say, the way I see is like the potential for them to go from Fallout 1 to Fallout 2 if they made a sequel. So, like, okay. gross. Re- really nailing Sorry. the environment and the quests and stuff and making the gameplay as fun as possible. So, we're going to think so. that Spencer would push Stanley Parable. No one else is going to vote for this. Is it done? Are we done with this? Or how do we want to? Because, like. Shadow runs pretty deep on his list. It's like number eight. So, I think it's. I don't think yeah, it's something yeah. he'd be super passionate about. Yeah, it's off. Let's Let's make those those colors oh let's keep it let's keep for mechanics let's keep those games in the list but then do something else to them so that we can see that the bottom the 20 like Sounds 15 good. that you have up there or something or yeah yeah so like um we'll just keep them like highlighted orange 
and italicized yeah, just start so that his like a twenty five down there on the bolded list for. Well, just just to keep him on this worksheet so that we don't forget what we had for uh, honorable mentions, so that we can mention the ones that didn't get into the top ten. Okay, let's let's move on. Uh, Rogue Legacy. Uh, I have not played it. I'm waiting for the Vita release. It's all Nick. I... I'm waiting for a console that I have. So this is the game that got me into streaming, which is kind of weird. But um, I, wa- I found out about it through Twitch streams. I read about it and saw people were streaming a lot of it, and I got kind of. I was like, okay, this is a roguelike like structure behind a Castlevania Symphony of the Night style platformer with role playing elements, and mm-hmm. um, it's it's an, well, first of all, it's incredibly long and deep and rewarding. Uh, it took me about twenty hours of play to beat the castle and to beat all the bosses. Uh, it's uh, it, it has a very kind of cool structure to it where the player knows that the first area you go to is always the entrance there's always a basement area that's scary as hell and has high level enemies there's a tower and there's a garden out in the back where you fight stuff and it becomes a kind of a combination of strategic long term thinking about like what uh, do I want to invest in in my castle so my next the next generation of my you know my kid basically when they grow up and go into the castle and the player plays as them that they have the right you know, power-ups and equipment and stat bonuses. At the same time, it has this cool little genetics mechanic where, like, you have three offspring at each generation you can choose from to make your hero, and they each have, like, kind of just this random roll of the dice of, like, perks and, like, uh, <laughs> serious drawbacks. So, like, some people are nearsighted and can't see. Everything is fuzzy around in their periphery. Some of them are farsighted. Some of them see things upside down in black and white. Some of them walk backwards uh, or have, like, effectively, like, they're 10 feet tall or they're two feet tall and each one has its own benefits. Uh, there are different classes they can spawn as. So it kind of like, you don't get a whole lot of choice into what kind of character you're going to play as each time, which forces you to kind of diversify your tactics, learn how to play a mage, learn how to play like a barbarian type, uh, on each successive playthrough. And it's, uh, it's, it works really well. I, it's, I, I had a blast with it. I'm really not sure. Um, that I could defend it for the top what, ten. Though. Why would it be one of the best games of the year, just at its core? I guess a lot of the value I got from it came from the fact that I played it in a more social setting. Like I watched a lot of people playing it. I started streaming it and got some people watching and giving feedback. Um, but it's 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 a very tightly produced, very easy to control, fun art style. It all fits together really, really well. Um, at the same time, though, now that I'm talking about it, I'm realizing it's basically just a randomized Symphony of the Night. <laughs> <laughs> Which so, is not a bad thing in and of itself. No, I just wanted to give it a say, I guess. It's in my top ten, personally. But, um, okay. I don't. I, I, I think it's like a very good example of taking roguelike mechanics and making a very different game than you would have had originally without it being a strict roguelike or a strict character mm. platformer. So I, you guys should play it. You're gonna love it on Vita. It's probably gonna be the best platform for it. So I love it when we just talk ourselves out yeah. of our own nominees. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> self doubt yep. is a, the mind killer. Speaking of which, Rayman Legends and Tyler, I want you to actually sell me on this because I'm sad that Origins never made our list. And I hear this is way better. It is. It totally is. And if you get far enough in the game, the entirety of Origins is actually in Rayman Legends. Are you kidding? Nope. <laughs> wow. Why am I still playing Origins? Because you're dumb. <laughs> uh, 
it's it's beautifully animated. Just so freaking gorgeous. It's kind of insane, especially playing it on the Vita. Uh, I do think that the Vita and the Wii U pro- versions are probably the way to go. There are like several instances of touch controls that I do think kind of add to the experience. Um, uh, Nick, do you? How do you feel about the new Super Mario Brothers series? Uh, I liked the first one. I think it's been kind of shitty ever since. Okay. Well, what Ubisoft is doing with Rayman, uh, with Origins Legends, is they are making what Nintendo should be making. <laughs> like, basically, like, <laughs> this is, like, the perfect homage to, like, those 2D platformers. Like, it has the controls, like, it's really tight, uh, it, great exploration, like, the secrets are there. I think it's a better Mario game than Mario, and there's also levels that have that incredible like sense of speed that like, is very evocative of Sonic. So yeah. I think like this is like very classic. I, I wouldn't call it an homage. It's just like I don't know. It, it's remembering 2D platformers the way you want to remember them, and not the way you'd actually remember them if you went back and played them. And yeah, I think it's superbly it's done. Material? What's that? Do you think it belongs in the top ten? Absolutely, it's on my top ten list. Well, like, of I course, think it, he thinks so. <laughs> Does anyone want to shoot it down at this point? Because I, uh, I don't really have an opinion one way or the other at this stage. Is it Did big it, enough step over Origins? I mean, I know it has all the levels, but does it play like a substantial improvement? Yeah, there are new levels in Legends, and the way that they play and the way that the game handles difficulty is so well done. Like it's entirely as difficult as you want to make it. There are no selectable difficulties. It's just like, if you're the completionist, like it's kind of like in a Yoshi's Island, like you could just go go through the whole game with that without too much of a challenge. But if you collect every little doohickey and you play all the secret levels, you're going to encounter some seriously hardcore bullshit. (laughs) I don't mean bullshit in the bad sense. Just like the game is constantly throwing like really, I finished Yoshi's Island. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's it's throwing some crazy stuff at you, yeah. but that's that's entirely like a hell of your own making. That's not the game <laughs> being bad. It's the game saying you want challenge, we'll give you challenge. I love the idea of a game being a hell of your own making. That sounds like a Nijas <laughs> pitch or something. Uh, so if you right. want, <laughs> this is not going to be a real legacy for me. Like you're not going, you guys are going to have to say that like, Rayman does not belong in this list because I think it absolutely deserves it. And I would say if you prevent this from being on the list, like, this is another, like, Assassin's Creed type situation where, like... I won't vote it out. We missed out on the uh, Assassin's Creed 2 because we played it too late. And then we put Brotherhood in the list. I finished it. (laughs) Well, that wasn't good enough. Basically, if I'm looking at my list, like, I would... I don't care. I'd replace the the just last-minute decision to put Bear Stearns Bravo on there. Fine, just put um, Raymond on there. But everything else... I have on my list. I'm not going to really cave on mostly. All right, we're moving. Let's move Rayman up. Remember, we can have more than ten on that final list, and then we'll cut it down to ten and organize. Yep. It. Um, and moving on for, for everyone game. here, like Rayman is available on so many different platforms. Like even without the touch controls, like it is worth playing. So any way you can play it, you should play it. It's on Steam. It's on all the major consoles. It's I'm pitch, play it on with you sponsored by Ubisoft. Uh, Pikmin three. All right, who here has played a Pikmin game? I've played the other two. I've played and one. I have the I have Pikmin three sitting with the disc open, yet to be a, put in my Wii U before this, so I feel bad about that. Okay, uh, I'll just say a few things here, and then you guys can decide what you want to do with it. Uh, it's the best Pikmin game. 
it works better with a gamepad than with the touch or the Wii remote control or the GameCube controls because you get the strategic element of pathing your guys and managing three uh, player characters at once to maximize your output in a level. Uh, it changes the, the dynamic of having three characters, much like in GTA. Uh, I thought really redefined the game for me because uh, you still have you know your standard colored uh, you know red, yellow, blue Pikmin that have mm-hmm. different functions, but you have your different captains as well or like space traveling little weirdo dudes and uh yeah it's it's a it's the best rts i never meant to play uh in a long time it it's play rim to capsule is what's that it's like a swedish uh minimalist rts for iphone ipad and vita oh is uh is pikmin the best like of the nintendo games on this list is it better than mario zelda pokemon it's Pokemon. No. No. Here we go. It's not. Yeah, I can smell it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a damn sight better than Pokemon, but I no. Alright, well, I am the only other person here that's played Pikmin 3. I have not played it to completion. I have only played it, like, secondhand. Like, I don't own a Wii U, but I have seen it in action. I have played it at friends' houses. Uh, I, I could maybe see what Nick's coming from as far as, like, this is the best Pikmin game. But I don't think but it adds substantially mean? more to Pikmin 2. I don't think the Pikmin, the new Pikmin, really add much more to the experience. It still plays very much like Pikmin. Uh, the the complete lack of any sort of online functionality is super disappointing to me, given like the strides never, Nintendo's making on 3DS. Like, I guess I would like, never want to play this game online, <laughs> but maybe some people would. Fart Boner 420 has Pik- joined your game and killed all your Pikmin. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I'm, I'm never going to discredit the game for ha- not having a feature I don't want. Um, I, I feel bad because you're going to have to defend this alone, and at this point, I don't I don't want to discredit it. But I guess that's what maybe we're trying to get at is so of every game this year, especially on the list that we have heavy with Nintendo stuff. Not that we can't have all Nintendo games, which I know is never going to happen, but. Um, like you guys want to start your own little Nintendo offshoot site? Like no, it's just that just this go is for a that. good year. No. So, but where does that fall? Like of everything else that we we have coming up, do you think it's it's in my top ten? I think it's better than. Well, I don't want to compare apples to oranges, but I think it's better than a lot of games on this list. I'll I'll let it go if we can. What the? What? If we can, what are we making bargains already? Yeah, just dropped some money in his PayPal no, account. Sorry. I just got a ping from Britt saying, hey, I'm ready to meet whenever you all are. You know oh. what? So that explains. She had um, messaged me on Facebook asking about the like business plan meeting, which I said was not canceled because of that stupid GCAL error. So I think maybe she's thinking it was tonight. Okay. Sorry, Britt. Well... Um, Let's get her in and well, let's see if we can get her in and involved she on this. Is going to have time for that. Yeah, she has to go to something at six anyway. And it's five okay, right moving on. Well, shit. Might as well get her involved for as long as she wants. Give her the option at least. Wild card. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I would rather have everybody who's on the site involved in some little way than not involved or invited. I know, in, but so. all this planning me. that we did and all this stuff to even just decide on this damn date, which was apparently a pain in the ass, I don't want to I don't know. 
like we had already made peace with the fact that two people wouldn't be showing up, so. I'm trying to figure out what she's talking about. In the meantime, let's just keep yeah, going. Yeah, let's just hold off on so, Pikmin. Pikmin 3? No. Uh, I'm just afraid that Bioshock's going to stay on this list and Pikmin isn't. Well, that's a that's a that's an argument for later. So yeah, we for let me um, make sure just to know where we're. Nick, if you want to change your uh, save your, your nomination to Pikmin from Device Six, then maybe you should do that. Did the nomination guarantee a spot in the top ten, or is that just to get it off of? It's just to get it on the final list for now. Oh, we're choosing what to chuck right now. This is not our top ten list right now. Okay, in that case, I would probably. <sighs> you know what? Screw it. Pikmin 3 is the worst Nintendo game I played this year. <laughs> Damn. Right. Which is still saying and it's a phenomenal game. Someone did not play three. Mario Party 3DS. I did not. Oof. That's no not a did. game I acknowledge. <laughs> okay, so does that... It came out the same day as uh, Mario 3D World and Link, to uh, the... Link Between oh, Worlds. How did I miss it? <laughs> so did... God, so are we saying for now? Nintendo yeah. wants you to real know that game Are we exists? saying for now that Shadow Run, Rogue Legacy, and aside from Rayman and Pikmin, are now completely off the list? Like, are we are we cutting those for sure now? Yeah, this or, is what we're saying. We're means, cutting right now. Orange means they're not, but considered so, at all. Tyler, did you select? Doug, your color coding doesn't make any sense. I'm looking at the preview because on iPad I can't see tables, so. I can't see the updates. Um, Wait, did you, Tyler, did you say Rayman was your saved one? Because then aren't we cutting that otherwise? Or which one did you save? He no, saved Tearaway. Are, are we? Rayman Legends, I thought we came to consensus that is safe for now. Yeah, okay. Rayman Legends might get chucked once we start okay. cutting down to 10, but that's it's it's moving Monaco. on up for now. And you know what? Okay. I really wish Spencer was here for this because I think he's played more of it and he's more passionate about it than I am. Uh, I first got my exposure to Monaco yesterday. It's a great party game. It's a lot of fun. Imagine, like, stealth Smash Brothers. <laughs> well, not really, like, Smash Brothers, because it is cooperative. It's not combative. I was say but, Smash uh, Brothers makes me hate people. <laughs> well, this game might make you hate people, too, because some people are really terrible at stealth. Yeah. But you quickly realize, like, the game gives you, like, numerous options when you do get caught and you most likely will get caught when you're playing with four people all different classes all playing like different styles yeah, so like what's the like, ultimate I, goal like with the stealth and the, what are you doing as these characters well every every mission has its own parameters some are just like sneak into this location some are like escort this guy somewhere some of are like retrieve this object and then they add different things like they'll add like guards they'll add uh, guard dogs they'll add uh, trip lasers and spy cameras mm-hmm. things to hack doors to unlock how are the dog physics compared to Call of Duty Ghost <laughs> I'm sorry can't be worse <laughs> I have not actually played Ghost so I can't speak to the advanced dog physics in that game the, the neat advanced. thing about Monaco is well I wouldn't say neat the really obnoxious thing about Monaco is that dogs track your scent which means they never ever stop following you. Just got an alert there. Uh, alert. Yeah. And, but there doesn't. It, it seems like an arbitrary thing that the game might as well say like this dog will hunt you until you're dead, because there is no way to like lose that scent. It's not like if you went in the water or something, it would like wash off. It's just like nope, that dog will just keep chasing you down until you either shoot it or you're dead. 
I'm not really gonna say whether that makes any difference as a game of the year contender. Like, I don't know if people don't want to see on the list. Like, I can't fight for it because I only played it for a few hours yesterday. But what I played of it was a lot of fun. It's a really visually interesting game. I don't think anyone's. I would love to see it. I don't think anyone's gonna fight for it. I, I want it off the list. All right, all right, fine, fine, fine. Really wish Spencer. I'm, I'm, Spencer, I mean, you are missed. Pouring out of forty for my homeboy. Sorry. In, I was just gonna say, in defense of Spencer, like and of Tyler, this is totally a game that you need to play in a party setting. It's clear to me from playing it by myself and playing with a rando on Steam. Uh, <laughs> it's just not the same as having people in the same room trying to execute these like complex strategies and. Adjusting Which is what, what limits it for <laughs> it's me. It's not like playing in the same room is really good for executing complex strategies either. Well, probably not. But it's more fun to yell at people when they're like fucking up right next to I you. I guess that's why inherently... No, walk through the door. It's right to your left. The door. No, the where the big arrow is pointing. That door. Inherently, it makes it hard for me, even if with not playing it, which we've done on these things past, as far as allow one person to push something to the top um, without all of us having played it, but... I don't know. I guess games where it has a requirement that's not easily met to be enjoyed fully, yes, you can. it can push the genre forward or the industry forward, but it just limits it for me in situations like this because even if I could play five minutes of it or play it like Nick had, and I go, well, I didn't really like it because I didn't get to play with four people in person, then that's not really fair to the game itself. Yeah, and like that's my concern with games like Space Team or Johann Sebastian yeah. Joust, which hasn't come out yet officially because it's coming out with Sports Friends next year. But um, like, how do we evaluate that? I mean, it's a game that is only, I, I played it the first time I played it was in someone's backyard in pitch darkness. Yeah. Is Joust even a video game? <laughs> that sounds like hard yeah. mode for JS Joust. It's totally a video game. It's just it's like flashlight tag. But using technology, Vita, or not Vita, the Move, and I mean it. Yeah, and it's all about responding to the audio cues you get from the game. There's no yeah, video, though. Well, video is a loose term anymore, right? Yeah, I mean, you could play. Let's not debate video. whether a game is that that's not out yet no, is we're, eligible. We're preparing. We are preparing <laughs> for next year's Cody's. Oh Christ, we're not even this year. So Monaco is off the list. Um, yep. Well, I mean, okay. Let's, yeah, I. I don't think Nick, you want to support it. Well, I feel like it's got two votes on there already, and if we're gonna well, okay, know. let's keep it then, and let's stick with the threes as far as we're just pretending that Spencer like made a really convincing argument for it. Yeah, which he would. This would be like one of his top three, I think. As a sip, we can hear like him this. sip whiskey in the background and tell us how we're wrong. <laughs> Chugging at this point. This was his plan all along. We're doing his work for him. He's just maniacally yeah. laughing at work right now. <laughs> Our collective guilt is letting Thank him Thank you for win. calling Nintendo support. <laughs> you don't know what's going on. But, you know, injustice, nobody cares, I'm, right? I'm sorry, Britt, if you're listening this far in, but yeah. no one's going to defend that. No. I loved Mortal Kombat, but it looks like injustice is kind of just like Mortal Kombat with a few little to- tweaks. And I think it'd be hard... And DC fan service. It would service. be hard to for me to justify any fighting game, but you guys know how I feel about fighting games as a game of the year. I I love them. But. I think the case probably could have been made for like Super Street Fighter years prior. Yep. Yeah. But not this year. Well, I think Street Fighter Four at least the original because it was such a, a kind yeah. of big deal. Okay. Uh, GTA yeah, Five. In, Injustice. Like even that story. Like 
I would be hard pressed to say whether it's better or worse than Mortal Kombat's. Superman kills. <laughs> Mortal people. Kombat's story is wonderfully bad. It's very true to its source material, which is just pulp yeah. garbage. The one hilarious thing about Injustice is that, true to the comics, they waste no time in establishing like the multiverse. Okay. Like, <laughs> the idea that there's like alternate <laughs> versions of all these characters, and it's like you just made like this already very unapproachable game featuring a bunch of like incontinuity superheroes, and just made it even less approachable for people that aren't familiar with and this stuff. But that's why you got Batman fighting Batman, yeah, and their neckbeards grew three sizes that day. <laughs> it's off. Uh, it's done. It's dead. GTA Five. You were saying <laughs> it does have Solomon yes. Grundy. No, which is pretty cool. Um, GTA. Okay, 5. Doug, sell us. Why should it be in the top ten? Um, yeah, we all finished it, right? That's this yep. is going to be the yeah. most interesting I, defense because we've all played this. <laughs> I'm defending it, but I'm the guy who's still only like half the way through the damn. There's game. your problem. Oh, what? Your problem. It's off the list. Uh, it's no, it's not. Why, okay, in like at least at least give me a second to make an argument. Okay, one of the best. Everything games else has got an argument. Thirteen. <laughs> Stop it, laughing. So it is funny though. Of course, it's. <laughs> of course, it's a rock star game. So of course, the production quality, everything is amazing. The world that they've created is vibrant. I've had. Um, I was killing time once before a dinner party at my house, and another one of the new English teachers around here went to uni- went to college at UCLA. And so I'm driving around. I was like, "Hey, can you go to Westwood?" I'm like, "I'm not sure where that would be." And he's he. I pull up the map for GTA Five. He points out, and of course, it's a compacted map of Los Angeles to create San Andreas for GTA Five, but. There's a small corner that has a famous movie theater as the landmark that he and the guy is like, I can't believe they actually made this in the video game, and then everything else is so accurate as well. Yeah, but people have the same reaction for GTA yeah. Four. Yeah, and, I mean, yeah, and even Sandra. So everything you're describing, the, the fidelity, the fi- the fidelity and the depth of the world <laughs> is pretty good. It's solid. Pretty the game good. Is very solid. Pretty good. I, Best game of 2013. <laughs> pretty good. Can I finish an argument before you start no, shitting on me no, for once? No, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> but look, but so, what really? So Doug, in, in the context of other GTA games, like you say, the world was vibrant and like felt alive. I actually had an opposite feeling by the end of it. But what they what, do in that world is not vibrant or alive. Let's talk about the actual like the missions then. Like, yeah, that's what I'm getting to. Like the one thing that they've done to change the formula is having the three, uh, the multiple protagonists, which made the story a bit more interesting because you're switching between them, forced at times to switch between them, and they're all completely different characters. But the, then also, you said you're halfway to, through the game. What was the last? Uh, mission yeah, did? I have to set up. Um, I have to set up the. Um, let's see. Trevor has kidnapped the Mexican oh, gangster's wife, and I'm trying to set up. Yeah. Alright, yeah, you're already past the point where the game forgets that Franklin is actually a character. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. You will play as him um, again? He has no more story to tell. Oh, that's a shame. I never noticed that. He's got totally his right. money and that's all that you do is him. Yeah, every time you switch to him now, he's just like is sleeping in his giant house in the hills. Like, now the game oh, is Lord. just assuming, like, you, you're aware that Trevor and... Uh, oh, Michael. Who's the other guy? Michael. Michael. They're, they're father figures, just because we say so. They've not they've done yeah. nothing really to earn that status, but yeah, they're both his father figure. 
And the yep. whole crux of the climax of that game is basically like, which daddy do you love more? <laughs> um, in any case, what they've done with three different protagonists is allow and then turn into setting up missions that have multiple protagonists involved and allow you to change from one point viewpoint to the other. And then the heist missions, which are goddamn fantastic. See, that's I, I will defend that it is the best GTA story that we've had as far as the most complete and the most, to me, um, living up to all the Hollywood and filmic ideas that Rockstar has been working with for years. But... The thing is, yeah. that why I can't... If you put a huge asterisk in that well, yeah. and say, oh, what I, GTA, then What I can't yeah. vote for yeah. on it is the fact that it doesn't do anything to the gameplay, even if the shooting's a little bit better, to push that series yeah. forward enough to say it's one of the best games. It's the best GTA that I've played, but that doesn't mean as much as it used to. Like, I think as far as a game... Well, the switching... As a game, like, Max Payne 3 last year was better than GTA 5 this year. Oh, hell and, yeah. The switching um, is good, but the problem is that there is not really a significant difference between the different characters. Like you have those special powers for each of them, but I didn't even really yeah. use them that much. Like there's not really yeah. much of a demand. The to one treat I used the most was Franklin's driving because yeah, it's Franklin's really, driving. it's easy to it's easy to pop. Well, the double or clicking in both sticks isn't the easiest thing, but doing it while driving is pretty. It's much simpler than remembering yeah. it in the middle of combat. Trevor's is pointless like, just because the game is never really that challenging. Except no. on the rampages when yeah. you need it. Yeah. yeah For his missions, they're fine, but. Yeah. Yeah. Like in the general. At this, course like, it solved the problem of previous GTA games, which is how, like, Nico and GTA 4 can be, oh, why don't it, why am I doing this violence? I don't want to be involved in this. And at the same time, you can then go take them on a rampage in the middle of the city. So it solves kind of that cognitive dissonance because you can have Michael not be that guy and Trevor totally be that guy. But yeah, at a certain point, the switching, the best part of it is switching to Trevor and seeing and where he wakes up. I think that made it almost weak when I look back is the three protagonists are just essentially three versions of the psyche of every main character of every GTA. Like you have yeah. the insane part, the washed out part, and the ambitious money grubber part. And even though they were fully yeah. different characters separately, I just realized yeah. it's all the same fucking person in every game. And it's telling the same story. It's like bad person does bad things for money, gets in debt to the wrong people, has to get themselves out of a yeah. sticky but situation. I did like the family yeah. element with Michael of like his terrible family and the acting with that. And oh my the, god! Like, the they sessions were, I, with the psychiatrist, like that, was interesting to me because that showed more heart to the character than any of the GTAs. But it still wasn't enough to make the game anything other than a good GTA. Yeah, and I feel like those those family situations and the character building sections had promised but they never they never delivered like i i kept going back to michael's therapist just to see like what he would talk about but the topics became increasingly less related to the actual like character's progress there was actually like no development there um michael's whole arc with the movie studio is effectively meaningless by the end yeah uh it's it's just a lot of missed opportunities to really say something with the medium and what what killed the therapist empty what killed the therapist for me was just like the game's completely banal sense of humor like it, it has not evolved at all since the since gta yeah. 3 yeah. And, i i think i think more and more that the cracks are showing and it needs to be the the style and format that they've done basically since uh vice city kind of needs to be updated like the sense of humor needs to be updated and some of the missions and things need to take cues from um 
uh, Silent Dog or Sleeping Dogs and Red Dead, Saints I mean, Row, honestly, and other and Red Dead as well. Sense of humor has worn thin, even though they toned it back a little bit in this one. It just like I I can't relate to it anymore. And if they took itself the more seriously and did something more dramatic, that was a crime drama and not just crime parody. I think that that would serve it better in the future. The biggest issue of GTA Five is just that it's a game that's completely made in a bubble. Like it is a better version of GTA Four, but has learned nothing from the other open world games that have come out yeah. since then. Yeah. Uh, if you want to look to games that have done what GTA Five does better, I mean, Sleeping Dogs and Saints Row the Third or Saints Row Four, like maybe they don't do everything as well as GTA Five, but there are aspects of both those games that GTA should have learned from. Yeah. Yep. It's it's a very it's a beautiful game in the way it's been rendered, but other than the technical accomplishments, there's just no, there's no heart to it. There's no, I, there's no reason for it to exist except to make money. They've announced already that there will be single player content co- coming, and so I hope that they learn from the GTA Five campaign in the same way they learned from the GTA Four campaign. I hope that whatever episodes come from this are more interesting than the story yeah, they provided. Yeah, four episodes made the whole game package better as a result, but because the core of GTA 4 was good, but it wasn't great, and then the, the Gay Tony content and Lost and Dam made it way better with the different characters that they added. Like, they were more... They were fearless in a way to add that stuff in GTA 5. I just... That's why I can't vote for it. It's not... So Doug, you should still finish GTA Five because the last heist is really excellent. But yeah, I save will, your I, fight for I, brothers. I intend it, but yeah, um, I just wanted to mention it because it is like I, I don't know. I haven't played as many games as everybody else for one so reason or another, wanna, but it is one of the ones that I wanted to mention. Honorable mention at this point. Yeah, I I I, I highlighted it, and it's it's coded as such on our All spreadsheet right, right now. Uh, that went up. All right. That was my pick for the moving it up. Brothers. I, yeah, Pokemon's a given. Brothers. I'm glad you chose um, that over GTA 5. Yeah, me too. I'd rather see of GTA course. 6. Like, I, I feel that GTA 6 is the much better game. Like, I had a, a, a week or two where GTA 5 was like tugging at my strings to make me play it all the time. But as I said in the article that I wrote, about Gran Turismo in the series, like this has been something that I love, and I'm so happy that they've actually made improvements to Gran Turismo and, and made it what I want it to be and what I know it can be again. I can't but remember the last another... time I've seen you gush over something like that. <laughs> that was that was really impressive. Okay, uh, we I can gush over GT6 in once we get into the top ten arguments, but let's talk about Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons. If you are Both half as ri- passionate about your girlfriend as you are about <laughs> Gran Turismo, then she's a lucky girl. <laughs> That's the real driving simulator. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Uh, um, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. Both Brit and myself put it down as a yes. I think uh, Nick finished it. Yep. Uh, did I Aaron played, or Tyler like get to it? I played the demo. I never finished it, and I just didn't. It wasn't. Um, and un- unfortunately, real life got in the way of me finishing it this week. I'm sorry, oh. but I had. I had work shit. You haven't finished it? Duh, no. The whole game hinges on the last 10 minutes. Uh, like, it's all building up to this big moment <laughs> for me. just totally didn't deliver. So these are like it's two totally games. I've heard like what it is. Be. I've heard what it is, and I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not even a long game, am, is it, Doug? It's, I, I did it one sitting. It's like two hours. 
Okay, is it my fault that I had a work yes. Enkai that had to go to yes. like a work dinner party on Wednesday and then got sick on Friday yeah. when I was planning yeah. on playing the game? That's why you have to be a shield and just play. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was one of those times. guys that worked for NVIDIA yesterday. They were very defensive of about the Of course they are. Oh, yeah. They're really proud of it. I met some people at PAX who worked at NVIDIA. I was like, this is... It kind of works. They they do all agree that the design guys. is fucking atrocious, though. Oh yeah, it looks it, stupid. The CEO like- designed it. Like he, they actually had dissenters <laughs> in the company saying that, "Oh, this thing looks like hot garbage." And he was like, "What are you talking about? I made it's it like myself." A fever dream. Oh it's no, like that's a good. That's never it's like a good a fever sign. Dream that one of the designers of Alienware computers in two thousand five had when they were like stuffed on Doritos. <laughs> No, Guys, Nick is totally right. It's like an Xbox 360 controller and put a screen on top. Nick is totally right. It's like the Homer. Yeah. It's like when somebody has too much power. It's like when George Lucas did the new generation of Star Wars. Nobody was telling him no on any but of the how things does that in, those, in to 4, 5, or 1, 2, and 3. Put it on the list. <laughs> something to do with NVIDIA Shield. It has nothing to do with it. That was my fault. That was my intention. So, Doug, what do you like about Brothers? How far are you? I got... To, that's where I told you I got past the troll in the dungeon underground. And so about forty percent. <laughs> Doug, how long did it Is take it you to get used to those controls? Yeah. Huh? How long did it take you to get used to the controls? I never. Um, I never did in the while. demo. Like, I, I was constantly yeah, like, having trouble like distinguishing too. the two brothers. I tried to by the time the, the big one on the left side of the screen, the right, the small one on the right side, because if they got crossed, my brain would like freak out. By the time, <laughs> see, I kind of dealt with that in some ways by just doing one at a time. In certain oh, that's or just if I was doing movement, it's easy to keep them both going the same way because it's just tank controls at that point. Right. Um, but I, except I, you're controlling two Jill and Valentines instead <laughs> of just one. <laughs> I, I like the conceit. I love that it's a short game. I love that it tells stuff without vocal or without actual like text or dialogue. There are other games that, that do those like things a, better. It's just like. Uh, well, that's, I, I mean, that's mm, in the past. That's maybe. the maybe. Like, if this is one of the best games of the year, this may have just been a shitty year for and, games. We may have just and I know, figured that. I out know yet. that. I know there's a twist. I, I kind of know what the twist is, but I still want to see it and, and see what happens. Okay. I do want to finish this. I'm sorry, I have not had time to play video games. We're not guys. punishing you for that. We're just giving you shit. Tyler is, but well, yeah, that's Tyler though. Um, I just at the least got to mention this game because it is. It is one of the it's one of the better indie games so that I played not, this year. There's a lot of good so indie are games. Are we taking but, it off the list? We're um, just going to hold it off for now. It's got two yeses. I would vote no because I feel like it just for all the the beautiful. Nick finished it, so Dozo. No, and I haven't finished. Doug, no one else here speaks Japanese besides you and I. Dozo. Sorry. Is that close? It just means please, like go ahead. <laughs> I got it, Tyler. It's not, <laughs> the ones that aren't the ones that aren't going up aren't bolded. Let's see. Beyond. Um you I'm know what, Spencer? This. Fuck you. There's no there's no way I'm letting uh, a fucking David Cage game on a top ten list ever. Didn't heavy rain. Didn't we have it? heavy rain on there? Yeah. Ha! Oh fuck. <laughs> you up. I did defend that game. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm see? a terrible person. <laughs> My whole life is a lie. <laughs> yep. Hey, it's I thought Heavy so Rain happy. was, at the time, good enough to make the top ten. Amazing what hindsight does to you, doesn't it? 
Yeah, because like two years later, later, L.A. Noir came out, did everything better, and was still garbage. Uh, yeah, still wasn't <laughs> that game, but whatever. Um, not garbage, just not very fun. And so very Beyond, we're done. That's not. No one's going to defend Beyond, and I am I going to like fight to keep Beyond away from this list. I still want to play it just to see what they did to Ellen Page's character. Ew. Ugh. I already know what the twist is, too. If they could actually, like, you know, this is the first game in a long time since, God forbid, Trespasser with Mini Driver. And it has the Hollywood talent. You know there's a twist. What do you think the twist is? Just out of curiosity. I don't know. Willem Dafoe is the spirit. (laughs) No, no, seriously, seriously. What do you guys think is the twist? Oh, it has a twist? Yes, of course it does. Yeah. Um, It's all happening in her her head. Yeah. The ghost is her twin brother that died in utero. Oh, Aiden is? Yeah. Oh, that's stupid. Is that yep. actually the twist? That's the twist. Huh. Well, yep. I mean, I didn't think the identity of that thing really mattered for the story. If that's the big oh. twist, who cares? Spoilers. Yep. Okay. Oh, come <laughs> on. This, is, this, this whole list is going to be filled with spoilers. It has yeah. to be. Apologies to anybody who hasn't finished uh, any of these games. Okay. Well, yep. Antichamber. I'm surprised that Spencer's the only one that is checking I haven't even played it. I didn't finish it, but I got about 80% through. Uh, I thought it was too obtuse for its own good, but I really enjoyed that it was really fucking hard. Sounds like a terrible game to me, then. <laughs> it's like I, if Portal was deliberately just being a yeah, dick that's to you. Windows-only game, so I have not played it. It sounds fun to me. Yeah. It's, uh... I mean, it does some really clever stuff with, like, you know... Was it non non Euclidean geometry or uh, something? Yeah. Um, basically, you know, hallways change. You have to memorize what happens when you oh, go through them a certain way. Yeah. And certain walls can be disintegrated, and certain colors have different properties. It's pretty damn clever. Um, that doesn't sound fun. It would almost make an honorable mention for me, actually. But I don't think it's a top game of the year. It's just it it's it's too. I think it comes off as like almost like so too like, in love with itself. What about complexity. on the list of hipster top game of the year? <laughs> I mean, I hate that word, but it would be on there. Indie I'm pretty sure that is year. just Nick's top ten list, oh, isn't it? Come on. Hey man, I can change your password. Watch what you say. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't even remember my own password. So there. You do. I love how much I you hate the word hipster. That was actually an issue at one point. Oh my god. So actually my threat might actually help everyone out. Because Tyler could log in again. Okay. Oh well. Uh, I think it's gone. Uh, So much for that. Sorry. Uh, Tomb Raider. Why the hell... So this is Britt's pick and Aaron's honorable mention, but it was on his top ten. It was briefly, yeah. That was when I also had GTA V on there. So Tyler, you and I finished it as well, right? Yep. Okay. Doug, did you play it? I haven't played it at all. Okay. So, Aaron, since you're the biggest advocate for it here, why would you, would do you think this one is on the top ten list? And either way, I could, why? I could, I don't know. I could see an argument made just on its principle, and that was part of the reason why I briefly had it on there. And as far as the game and mechanics, it's pretty average. It's like Uncharted. It's so it's not very spectacular. There, it does what it. I think you're underselling the like Uncharted. Well, yeah, but <laughs> yeah. so 
in its copycat form, it's very proficient technically. But why I wanted it even as a consideration for a little while at least was just how I thought having Laura Croft redone and not just as she's a chick in an action game, which honestly, even if that wasn't the intent back in the 90s, was just kind of a novelty. Like, hey... I will absolutely defend that. I do think that what they've done with the Laura Croft char- character has deserves yeah, to be and commended. That's kind of why I just don't think was, a good game supports yeah, that. I think that the game is the best example of little narrative dissonance I've seen in years. <laughs> oh, we've got a better example coming up. I, yeah, it, it didn't maybe. really succeed in showing, I, I, or proving to me at least, this transition from you know helpless college graduate to uh, you know a proficient killer but fucking murder but death I like that it showed that brutality of it for a female character when a lot of games didn't do that at all this year or really ever it took Laura Croft and made her more realistic in the sense of I don't know I don't want to just vote for it because of girl power but was she I might be getting actually- too far ahead of myself here but um one thing that I wish they hadn't copied from Uncharted is just that the, the game seemingly empowers you too much too fast. And yeah. so at the end of the game, you encounter enemies that are just like, it seems like they're difficult for the sake of being difficult. Like they're just like enemies. It's like, oh, you got used to these yeah. tactics, so we have to give you new guys. Yeah. And they're not really fun or engaging to fight. They're more just like a pain like in the ass big obstacle. Samurai dude on the top of the mountain. Yeah. yeah, and it's important like we fight like three heavies at once, and there's yeah. no cover, and you just have to keep dodging. It's something that I'm thankful The Last of Us completely avoided. There is no yeah. bullet sponge enemy in that yeah. game. It's just like the game mm-hmm. is difficult enough to where, I mean, even at the end when you're fighting this this like kind of like armored out guys, like I mostly treated that as a stealth sequence. I didn't try to fight my way through that sequence because that oh. seemed like suicide to me. I shot was, them all. Yeah. But I'm a terrible person. It, it, was, it was a fine game. It was it was enough for me to put on an honorable mention list just because I had a good time with it and it was enjoyable. But I just didn't want to understate the fact that it is impressive to have that character taken more seriously and do, in almost a good way, the exact same fucking things that Nathan Drake does because as a woman, it doesn't make you feel any less empowered as a player. Like, I thought that, that was an impressive statement. But there's also a reason that Uncharted 3 didn't make our list. Yeah, not so, again, that's why I put it as an honorable mention. So I'm not going to defend it in Brit's absence to be on the top ten anymore. But I think it deserved consideration in a small way because as a game of empowerment and something as a good example, despite the murder and all the stuff for women characters, like, you could play that game as a female or male and get the same enjoyment out of it, out of it and you don't feel like... It had to pretend. Oh well, you know, Laura can't do these things because she's a girl. I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I think you're right that like that the way that her character was reinvented really deserves commendation because this is a character that was sold as a sex object yeah. for years and years. And if this is like a Crystal Dynamics Uncharted, though, like I'm very looking forward to what their Uncharted Two is. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I think that the biggest problem for me in this game is it has nothing to do with the gameplay, which is very sound. The exploration works really well with the Uncharted-style controls. And I hope they have more that's... tombs in whatever is the next Tomb Raider game. Oh, yeah. Those are my favorite part, which yeah. is funny, because they're like only about six, and they take about two minutes each. But right. the rest of the game is just shooting dudes. Anyway, um, 
I, I just I didn't like the fact that as they were developing this character who was you know obviously very smart, very capable, but a little bit you know privileged and naive as a result of that. Her whole transformation into like a survivalist and a killer was it takes like thirty minutes. Yeah, it, it was, was better done in Far Cry. Like, she is just yeah, it was actually, which is and I mean in that game you're playing a guy called Brody, <laughs> so. And I really I wish they had like emphasized the whole survival aspect a bit more. Like they have her like go through the yeah. trouble of like emphasizing that she has to hunt, yeah. like very early in the game. And then it's like, oh, you don't need to do that for the rest of the game, unless yeah. you want the achievements. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, the first hour of Tomb Raider was so promising. They could have taken something from Snake Eater at least. Yeah, but Snake Eater didn't do a good job with that either. Unless yeah, but I'm saying it's been years on that. You can improve upon that. You could have done something with it besides just throw it away it entirely. Did seem that they gave her all of these trials and tribulations, but never went uh, full throttle on it. It was just a way as a narrative stepping stone to some next point, but it didn't, like you're saying, really matter. I do love the fact, though, and this is kind of spoiling a small thing at the end, uh, that the game is all about using this bow primarily. And then the last moment, you pick up the two pistols and yeah. just, like, kill the last boss with them. And ah, nice. Yeah, it's it's a good That's a moment. nice touch. And it's a good way to transition to, okay, now you're, you're Laura, Croft, like, yeah. Laura Croft. But I do hope they keep the bow stuff in, because that was my favorite the part bow. of the game. You're the bow. You're the bow. Yeah, you're, you're the Luigi bow. Uh, before we get to Luigi, though, two yeah. meters off, Yes. Yes. All right. It's a, it deserves I'll, an honorable mention. I'll do mention. an honorable mention. I, I, do yeah. think it I hope. I like to see Britt write about it if she's passionate about it. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Next dive mention. kick. Let's dive, dive kick it out of the list. Uh, <laughs> it's it's it looks fun. I don't want to pay that much money for it on Wait. PS3 and for a joke. And it's not a joke though. It's a it's a fucking polished game. I know. It's I've seen it played on though, Giant like, Bomb, like, but. You, yeah. Well, well, hold on, hold on. Because that's what Street Fighter 4 is entirely, too. That whole game was paying nothing but just, like, homage to the original arcade game and all these inside jokes. Okay, there's a difference between homage to the arcade game and making a character called Stream Monster, which is a reference to the people that watch, like, Evo streams. I know. That's a bit too much inside baseball. So the baseball. humor is very, like, inside baseball. I wouldn't discredit a game for it if the game is fucking great, which stuff There's a is. character made by Seth, made of Seth Killian. <laughs> yep. So, guess what? In Street Fighter Four, there's also a character named Seth. Where do you think that came from? Yeah, but he Nick was actually an employee of them. Nick, if it's so, fucking great, then why is it an honorable mention? Because it's also <laughs> super limited. So, what Dive Kick does, it's a curiosity for me. I think it deserves a ton of commendation, but it's not like a Game of the Year game. But I cannot <laughs> emphasize enough how great the core fighting in that game is. It's spectacularly yeah, it, good. It, is, it, it does sound so fun. Simple, it dis- but so it, deep. It's a joke, but it distills down fighting games into just their absolute core. And I do want to play it, but I don't yeah, want to play it Yeah, for me, having played much. it for, what, 10 minutes or something during PAX, like, I, I felt like I got the gist of the game in that time, which is not a bad thing. You can get, you can enjoy a lot of games, and they can be great games with a very simple concept. And it was fine to play. It was cool to play it on the Vita. Um, but at the same time... Two-player yeah, like, on one Vita. That, that oh, was God. cool, but for me, <laughs> How's not that even knowing work? anything about fighting games or the whole in-history of it, I just go, oh, this seems like it's not for me. I don't really care. And it's not, that's just me. 
that's obviously the design of the game. It's for those fans and those people who know the the genre really well. So it's a good game. It's it's very and much a niche. It just game. seems way too limiting for yeah. me, which is why I wouldn't want to defend it, even if it was very passionately spoken about. That's fair. I have a question for you guys, though. Um, mm. Do we care about inclusiveness? The effort a game makes to bring new people in when we're evaluating. I think them? that has to matter if not all of us have played it, at least from a list. Like, okay. That I think it should definitely sense. matter. Cool. I, I'll remember that. I'm kind of against that, but I think for game of the year, it does make sense when you have to like make an argument for something or drop it. Anyway, this is an honorable mention for me. I love the fact that one of the characters is effectively Will Smith in The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, is... <laughs> honestly, the most fun I got from the game this year is watching Giant Bomb make fun of Dave Lang of the the developer. Was, um, yeah, all that. All right, goodbye. Dice Speaking Dice. of the year, Luigi, Luigi's Luigi. Mansion, Dark Moon, two honorable mentions, and Brit nominated it. Aaron and I both have it. I as briefly had mention. it as a top ten. It was my first it? 3DS game. Did you guys finish it? I have. I'm yep. very close. I haven't finished it. Okay, I'm on the second house. That's when I got bored. I miss having bosses with actual personality. Yeah, that from the first Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, yeah. I hear. I heard it's too long from a lot of critics. I'm. I'm. I was impressed by it for just its capacity, like its uh, full package on the 3DS. I mean, it's a very complete game, and for me, it actually made the Luigi's Mansion game more. I stomach like I could stomach it more, even though the first one was short. And when I played it, I kind of liked it. I didn't really enjoyed as much. I thought that this one was a better game overall than the original, but I don't know. It's a really solid game. It's a great way to do something with Mario and the series other than just the Mario Golf, Mario Kart, Mario whatever stuff, side games. I'm glad that it's a side game that's actually of substance. So I like it a lot. Those games are of substance, but it's still an action game, is yeah. what you're trying to say, I think. Well, it's so not an action game. Else on this list. I would say Luigi's Mansion is probably like Nintendo's take on survival horror. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> as Actually, weird as that anyway. fucking sounds. <laughs> the mechanics Puzzles. are there, though. Like, you're usually not able to attack very yeah. well. Yeah. Oh, it's so weird. It changes everything. <laughs> game of the year. <laughs> 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 Except not. I just love how fucking charming it is. Like the animation, yeah. the setting, sound Luigi is, is so good. And I Luigi love Luigi's is hilarious. It just in. But again, if we're talking like Nintendo, if we're talking 3DS, like there were so yeah, many. No, I'm not going to vote for this over Zelda. Yeah. You guys kill me before that. So no. that's why I made it an honorable mention. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I think it's fantastic. Uh, I want to finish it, but I could see it having a lot of like long-term problems by the time I finish it. So. Yeah. And okay. it's, it's a sequel to a game that came out 11 years ago. So, yeah. so eventually so, we'll... But it's eventually basically Half-Life the same 3 game, will be that, too. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, if we'll keep in know. mind that uh, Metroid Prime was also a sequel to a game that came out 11 years that's before. So and it was radically different. Yeah, that's true. That it played completely different, but uh, had the same all right. feel. Metroid, oh, Metroid Prime. Prime yeah, Can we just make that a game of the year? No. No. God, too many Nintendo games already. Can you believe the crime that Retro Studios is now stuck making a sequel to Donkey Kong Country? I'm not gonna. Returns? Well, there's uh, a lot maybe, of rumors that there's maybe. a second team within Retro. I'm not gonna on hate on them for the Donkey Kong oh, okay. games, but yeah, I do wish. I will hate I on them for the Donkey Kong games. I don't. I don't like their <laughs> remake or style of adapting that game. I just can't get into the 
returns. All right. I was super disappointed no by the All 3DS All right, not version. game of the year, Donkey Kong Country. But there's no Donkey Kong game on the list. Let's talk about the next game on our list. Device 6 already got moved up, so... To quote it, Spencer, it did. fight me Here in real go. life. Stanley Parable. Parable. That got moved up, too. Oh, so it's Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Yeah. And Device 6 did not get moved up already because Nick chose to save no, something no. else, didn't he? No, I no, dropped Device Pikmin, 6. Basically. Okay. It was going to be that or Pikmin. Yeah. Oh, right. Assassin's Creed. All right, Tyler. Yeah. Fuck this game. You and me, buddy. <laughs> Woo. I love Pirates. That's it. Game of the year. <laughs> I, so I'm sad Zachary that I only well, yeah if we were doing game of the years at the time <laughs> I just just started it and I want to um, play a lot more I love the Assassin's Creed 2 games the first game was too janky Assassin's Creed 2 and Brotherhood were great I hated Assassin's Creed 3 with a burning passion so we're kind getting to so a pretty cool. short list here and it's it's still for me fairly up there but of all the games I have left on my list which like I already said, personally, Bear Stearns Bravo. I'm obviously I'm not doing anything with because I haven't finished it all, and it's not really a game, whatever. But Assassin's Creed is probably the next one that I could be willing to put off of the list if very well convinced. But I am, I am interested in keeping it hey. on the list because it is to me the best Assassin's Creed game since two. I I think. Yep. Oh yeah, better than I think it's even yep. better than two in a lot of the mm. ways. Even though, yes, the story has some yep. problems towards the end, I still think oh, that, yeah. and this is probably why it's unfair and where I could be convinced otherwise. Like I said um, before, I think on maybe a backlog or something is the whole like Assassin's Creed Four should have come out before three because four totally yeah. justifies all the family yep. bullshit that happens in three, and I think it actually makes me appreciate three more in the end um, because and maybe that was what Ubisoft was doing they took that risk just to make four I, I don't know I really don't understand why they did that or maybe they were just trying to retcon it to make you something like less. that maybe to pick up sta- sales or something but I think the the whole aspect of taking the ship combat which everyone agrees was the best part of three making that the focus of this one giving a character that while I like and dislike the fact that uh, Kinway is basically not an assassin, so he does whatever he wants, that's good because it opens up some different um, play, maybe not play styles, but uh, character interactions. Like you don't feel this vested interest of, oh, I have to be this super goody assassin. Like, I also like that they justify the fact that you can do all that assassiny stuff very early in the game just because you're playing a game within a game. It's like you can do that because yeah. it's fun. Because it would not be fun to play this game if you could not do these things. But doesn't that kind of toss away all of like the ambition of the previous games in the series? Like obviously three fell flat on its face with it, but like the big promise of one and two was that you were playing these like semi historical figures in these settings that. Just well, you're still playing through that story. They're just saying that they've made changes to make it a video game. Yeah, and which it's a very meta commentary on what video games are. And I love like playing through the meta Ubisoft. Like, yeah, it's Abstergo, but like all, your boss speaks French. And you can't and, tell me like, that it's very obviously exactly. in Montreal. You cannot tell me that those ratings that you do at the end of a mission are not actually going to Ubisoft and being used as data. So, oh, they totally are. Well, yeah, but it would have been stupid not to gather that feedback. Right. I think it's a but good that's why I, I do agree with Tyler. I like how it's meta and self-aware and pokes fun at its own franchise. And, and it's so liberating being free of 
Desmond's yeah, like, story. It's almost it's like almost having that. Except well, you're yeah, not. it's like worshiping Desmond <laughs> in this point as far as... If you as, finish the game. Okay, they took his body, and then they, they have the pieces, and then, okay, people are now going through, like their game developers, quote-unquote, to uh, finish out the series. But the way that they open it up, and I think that this game is the transitional game for the series, is they, they fully wrap up and show like what's going on with the Desmond stuff, because 3 left it so ambiguous, in, in a way, and then 4 proves that, okay, he's dead... This is we're moving on. You're a new person that doesn't have a name really, but you're still interacting with the assassins. And then they talk about the fact that they have all this genetic data and memory to go to like fucking what 15th century Hungary or something. Some of the audio clips and just proving that they could go whatever direction they want next. And then poking fun at themselves as developers. As far as a big AAA action game, I think that's the best. One of the best if not the best I've played this year, maybe even more for me than Bioshock, which I'm not trying to start an argument on that, but that's why I enjoyed Assassin's Creed a lot, is it had a self-awareness. I'm going to have to pull a Doug because I have not finished the game yet, but what I have played of it, Ooh. I've extremely enjoyed. I just, so I've played every Assassin's Creed game, including yeah. Liberation. So this is the seventh me too. finished. Yeah, Liberation was kind of cool, actually. Did you play the PSP one? No, that wasn't canonical, was it? Yeah, it was. Really? It's Altair. But is it canonical? I mean, there's an iPhone game with Altair. Well, this one shows how, like, Altair had a sire. Like, it shows, like, the lady he shacked up with. Like, well, technically, I think two, or not two. two was that. it three? Which one was the one that has the Altair flashback that basically ends, like, when his child is conceived? Uh, Brotherhood. Right? Brotherhood. Because Revelations is when you're oh, playing. Oh, yeah, he's no. in all of them, isn't he? That was weird. Revelations when he plays Ezio. But like or, uh, Altair. Brotherhood has a single Altair flashback that literally ends with like Desmond basically impregnating whoever the next assassin in Desmond's uh, lineages or not Desmond uh, Altair. But oh god, I lost my train of thought. But no, Bloodlines like, like trauma sh- episode. Bloodline shows like how uh, Altair met that lady and what their relationship okay. was. Regardless, there have been a shit ton of these games in seven years, is all I'm trying to say. That, that's true. Yep. Six years, actually. Um, Probably an aggressive amount. Yeah, it was pretty aggressive. Um, I can't, I finished the game because I, I need to see how this whole thing wraps up, and that's why I kept <laughs> playing through three. And I thought that would fucking do it, and then four came out, and it had the pirates thing, and I was like, okay, cool, that sounds more fun than some stodgy person who's stuck in the Revolutionary War. Um, and it is more fun. It it is more fun, but only marginally. Like I still feel like the sword play is utterly broken and boring. Uh, uh, but the ship combat's so good. It's it's okay, but then you have to board the ship to get anything no, you good can from still it. Destroy that part the shit sucks. Out of it, even if you get less resources. Yeah, but, but you get half the stuff. more ships. Yeah, and then you do the trading, <laughs> and then the trading gets you a ton of resources. <laughs> so the meta game, the trading meta game, has been there since two. Hasn't it? Or was it Brotherhood? Uh, two technically. I, I'm just like trying to say the, that uh, what the um. Uh, the the resource yeah, which, yeah developing the, your what's the word I'm looking for real you're like developing your villa like, renaissance like, realder yeah um, but if you're talking about like trading resources that was three I well, think well threes was terrible I don't think revelations had it but yeah um, anyway yeah in any case there were I I can't think of a single original system in this game other than shipboarding which actually I think was in three so you know what fuck that shipboarding um, was not in three okay but you know what's really nice. I started Assassin's Creed 4, and then within like 15 minutes, I knew exactly what was what was up and what was going on. 
Okay, that's a good thing, but the game is fucking 30 hours long. It's, it's not 30 hours long. Come yeah, it's, if you go, if, 90, Aaron, how much did you time? 92% I think of is like at 35 hours. Holy yeah. shit. That was a yeah. long-ass game. If you want to complete it, I, sp- I got 60% and spent like 25 yeah. hours on it, probably. No wonder I haven't finished that game yet. <laughs> yeah, it's and the ending is just fucking garbage, but that's beside the point. Somewhat, except it's yeah, not. Yeah, but every Assassin's Creed ending has been I garbage since two. I think the ending was... I, I still enjoyed the ending more than, again, any Assassin's Creed since two. Because two opened up the whole, oh my god, we have these first people sci-fi bullshit. Two... To be fair, two sets a pretty high bar for game endings. Yeah, but, yeah. but like with it, it sucks that they haven't come thing. close to it since. And then Brotherhood before, was really good too. Before yeah, the that ending, was damn good. The ending wasn't nearly as good as as two. Dude, like, killing Lucy was pretty yeah. fucking awesome. Like a really big holy shit moment. You, of course, but, but then but they completely sweep down their the whole story under the rug in Revelations. Like four, though it, it the way it ends with Kinway and the way that it sort of resolves that and sets it up for three. Which is just weird because it's setting up for a game that already came out, and then was yes. it the same theater? So, and okay, that's I where so. I thought it was just going to be ending where three starts, right, with that whole sequence. And um, and but it, it wasn't. Yeah. Just to speculate, I wonder if these games were in development simultaneously, and it turned out that three was just farther they had along. To have been. Probably. There's no way that they Maybe. did four. I mean, the way that teams work in Ubisoft, like I could totally see that happening. Yeah, there's no way they did four in a year. I, I don't think that they would have. No. But well, the whole uh, reason that three had ship combat is that they were they, already they in were the working on of making four, and they were like, "This is a lot of fun. We should add this because we the know game. it will be the only thing people mm-hmm. like." And it became yeah. the best part of that game. I guess my biggest problem with Assassin's Creed Four and why I think it doesn't belong on the list is that it does not make a big improvement in any way over Assassin's Creed. I disagree. As a whole, I completely think so. I think that the ship combat is fun, but it makes the on foot combat suffers as a result because there are no good, really satisfying assassination missions, with like one or two exceptions that were actually quite well orchestrated. But the, I feel like this franchise stopped being about assassinations a long time ago. Well, the the core. Okay, so but what you're doing in the game is largely rote at this point. Like, there's very little fun stuff to be done. The exploration is there. You know the the. the the, the, I liked the exploration. It reminded me a lot of Wind Waker, like yeah, finding new islands and yeah. But the game is freaking huge, and after a while, I'm I got tired of sailing everywhere. That's my even thing with is fast I don't travel. Get tired with that stuff. I'm a glutton for that shit. So that's me why I didn't really get bothered by it because it it kept me well, interested. Finish, yeah. And so, just, Aaron, are you swayed at all by next argument? Because we're not done. The, the only thing that's this going list to yet. sway me one way or the other on it is just saying that it is the best Assassin's Creed. Like, but Disagree. it's not the best game of the year. Like, that's going to be the argument that it comes down to: is if there are other games that are better than it. Yeah. But I do think it's the best Assassin's Creed since two, if not one of the hmm. best ones I've played. Because I think we should wait and see if there are ten better games than yeah. Assassin's Creed. Okay, let's just think this is like the shittiest yep. color and move on. <laughs> Sorry, moving that's on it. up. That game sucks. Uh, Papers, le- please. Yes, Nick. Let the hate flow through you. Does <laughs> it? Who wants to put Papers, Please on I'd, the top ten? I'd had it on there, there but I didn't Doug really finish does. it. I just like the concept, and I like making fun of communism. <laughs> Doug, did you even buy the game? <laughs> I haven't bought the game yet. Uh, okay. Papers, Please is a great concept, and it's pretty interesting, but like FTL, it requires a lot of playthroughs. Yeah, to I'm not going to fight for it. it. Cut it. I wish I could. Far Cry 3. I wish you'd bought the damn game. 
It was on sale for five dollars. It's worth five bucks, I guess. I wish a Far lot Cry of things. Three. Uh, it's not game of the year. Nope. It's it's nope. a game that came out this year, <laughs> but <laughs> Far Cry Three is a game that came Box out this year. Eight out of ten. It's it's notice it's notable and interesting for taking that gimmick and making it cheap and riding that gimmick yeah. and making it fun. Everything that Far Cry Three does well, Far Cry, or uh, Blood Dragon does well. Far Cry Three's main campaign did better. Yeah. Yep. It, it, it makes Except you for laugh. Yes, but that it wasn't to the point where you'd say. I think that Blood Dragon's humor is a little too self-aware. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not. I love the cheesy, like, early 90s, late 80s cinematics. Yes. Like, the really crudely animated... Like, the Ninja shows. Gaiden style, like, so yeah. really, like really poorly <laughs> animated. It's it's very much, like, it does a lot of things to make me, like, really happy. It is, like, it. absolutely the best love scene in a video game, probably <laughs> in the history of video games. But that's kind of the, the the point that I was making with Dive Kick, too, is it's so self-referential and in-reference. Like, if you don't... I, you're not going to get as much out of it unless you have that background. Like, if you're a kid that grew up in 1995... But we all know who Michael yeah. Bean is, right? Like, everyone here knows and but, loves that genre of movies. So but which is sad is that if you're an 18-year-old kid, which someone who in 1995 was born is, you're probably not going to get as much out of this. Oh, game. my God. <laughs> like, you go, oh, that's that's funny. He flipped someone off. But if you didn't grow up, like, with the 80s and early 90s movies, which you might have seen, it's still not, like... It, it's just a... Shooter. What was his so, name? Yeah. Rex, Rex Colt? Power Colt. Rex Power Colt. <laughs> <laughs> but I bet that they had a great time it's... developing this. Yeah, if you're listening to this, you should you should play it. I would love to see it become a spinoff into itself. Like, don't even call it Far Cry. Just call it that Blood would be Dragon. Like, I would play that and... full game if they made it to something. Quest for thing. Blood, Revenge. If they tone down the humor just a smidge, just like maybe don't lay it on quite so thick. Nah, you gotta have the you gotta have the middle finger button on there. No, I'm What's fine that? with that. Just like have it be slightly less self aware of what it is and what it's trying to do. Also, okay. get rid of the blood dragons because yeah. they just got annoying. And having the same yeah, like, base yeah. capturing as Far Cry Three, and maybe actually give you a day night cycle instead of forcing you playing like neon <laughs> darkness the entire game. Yeah, I just I, it was everything between the story beats. Yeah. I just got sick of. All right, it's gone. Um, yeah. Okay. The better Ubisoft downloadable game this year, Call of War's Gunslinger. Who doesn't I want played, to see this in the top ten? I played like, two missions, I and I don't think it's the best game of the year of, of any, like, one through ten. But it's good. It's yeah, good. I played three missions. It's it's fun. I will finish it. I, don't uh, I love what time. it does narratively. I love, like, the unreliable narrator. I love, like playing through these sequences based on what other people in the room are saying and then having him say, like, no, that's not how it happens. It's kind of like Prince of Persia. Yeah, I love it's the which, conceit. Yes. Prince of Persia did. I think it goes a step farther than that, though. It's not just like, if you die, it's like, no, that's not so how it happens. Mentioned- it's, like, it's, it's, it's using its budget so well, because obviously not like a full-blown yeah. AAA game. So there's just times when it's like you have to play through similar or the same environments but it gives you a narrative reason to do so, and it doesn't make you tired and like sick of the bullshit, like, oh, I have to backtrack here again. It's like, it makes sense for what they're trying to do, and it works really well with so the here's my thing. Like, with the, the narrative, I, I agree from the bit I've played. Like, that's great. I think there should be more games that have that fluidity with how they tell the story, and especially, you know, not just 
grizzled old dude. It just I, I like that, but the gameplay itself was not compelling at all as a shooter. No, I love it was the gunplay. Fine. It's solid, yeah. but there's nothing new yeah, about score it. Score system and slow mo, and like it. a Borderlands skill tree. It just was tired and cliche to me. Yeah. The bullet. Yeah, I just think that unlike a lot of shooters, like it does a pretty good job of balancing different styles of playthrough. Like if you want to play with two guns, or if you want to play with the close combat shotgun so guy, every game, or if you want to play like those hang back and take headshots guy, like it, it very well supports just, any of those styles, regardless yeah, of mission types. I mean, it's it's not like it's yeah. it, it didn't do anything different to the formula, which I'm glad that it has that freedom, but it wasn't a new take on that formula. It was like it was copy and pasted. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just don't. I think that the narrative is interesting. I think that the gunplay is solid, and I like that it's a Western game because I have a really yeah. soft spot for Western games. But I just don't see anything about. This I'll finish it at a certain game. point because I do like it, but I'm not going. Yeah, I don't think too. it's even like number ten. I just looking at this list of what we haven't even gone through yet, plus what's already up at the top, there are easily ten better games in my opinion. But if Tyler feels differently, that's fine. Oh man, guys, it's really good. <laughs> hey guys, it's really fun. I know, and I want to play it, but it could possibly become the 2014-2013 game of the year. I really want to say also, like this is a fifteen dollar game, I think, or at least it was originally. I got it on sale. Yeah, but yeah. you know. It's very ambitious in a lot of ways for that because it has a full single player story campaign plus an arcade mode and all this cool stuff, and that's all compelling. Like I, what I saw of it was good, but it also has a lot of little like seams and cracks in it. Like you know, the lack of polish. Like, there'll be really, really stupid fail conditions, and like yeah, things will just kind of like not really make. I don't know. It had a lot of blemishes that kind of stood out to me even in the first few levels. Uh, it was it's it's obviously made by Techland's B team. Like it's not which is the foremost project. <laughs> <laughs> it's a That's better game than Riptide. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. god, Riptide is garbage. Even Dead Island has some problems, but Riptide just. And it's also the best uh, Call of Juarez game. All since, of them. Uh, oh, two. I've never I played any of them. I, I've never played one of them. <laughs> Me either. I haven't I played any of them either. Like, well, they like, sound like this like C Juarez can call, series. but the I've cartel played. was just awful. All right. But the cartel wasn't even a western. That was like a weird like so, drug running. So Tyler, game. are you are you, know? you demanding that this stay in consideration? Or are you willing to put it as an honorable mention? I mean, no one else here is is backing it. It sounds like both of you don't want to see it in the top ten, and I'm not willing to replace right. Tearaway. So if it has to be an honorable, honorable mention, mention, then I there's nothing more Done. I can do Moving for it. I suppose. Legend of Zelda. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we can oh. see that. Uh, Aaron, game of the year. We can we can potentially just move through this next section really quickly because it's it's ones that a lot of us have already said I that we, we want to see on the list. All up there because they, they have at least three people saying yes on them. Except for yeah, Bear Stearns, I took fine. that off my list. Okay. Well, I think yeah. I was in the, uh, Spencer, ineligible. Anyway. Spencer's getting the sense in his mind right now. Oh, Spencer's like, gonna like, get God, pissed. To, something's wrong. Here. Something's wrong. <laughs> These fuckers. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. so that means Legend of Zelda: Link Between Worlds oh, moving yeah. on up. Yep, to the east side. Uh, Animal, Animal Crossing: New Leaf. Hell yeah! So we're officially in uncontested territory now, huh? I, I think, think that's like, I think the so. Only one that didn't. What? Hey, let's let's. Uh, uh, I don't okay. know what, what time are we at now. We're almost two hours, so let's move through this part I'm quickly and like get to the debates once we half. get them up. Okay. okay. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying. I, I don't want to be here up. forever. Well, yeah. Yeah. We'll let's let's get to the arguments, but let's not make arguments before we get to the arguments. Yeah, we can get to the, we can get this down okay. to an hour and a half. So, Animal Crossing: New Leaf. Any I was objections the only one that to that moving up? 
put yes. it on there for a vote. Yes, I wouldn't mind seeing it on there, but I—that's the first. It's the I first, don't want it on the list. It's the first I one there. I played, and I played a lot of it. It is breaking bottles time. It is the first Animal Crossing that works. Yes, it's the same fucking game, <laughs> except it's not. It's QR code. The other ones did, didn't they? Oh, hot fucking damn! <laughs> And online play that's actually really good. And, a, like... Yeah. Street Pass revolutionized that oh shit. Oh, my God. It was so good. And being able to, like... How does Street Pass revolutionize that shit? You can visit other people's the weekly, houses. That doesn't change anything. items and the chat system, seeing when your friends are online, going to their towns. I don't know. I, I played I, that game. I at least think it should be in the debate. But we're at the point where we're going to have 15 or 16 games and Moving 10 spots. On Moving on up. So, if Tyler, if you want to make the argument it doesn't belong in the top ten, let's make the argument there, not right now. Just want to keep things moving so we can get to the yeah, I want to move cutting all. out of darlings. I can I feel that fire right. burning within me. You're like going Channel Super it. Saiyan Just mode right now. Give me five minutes. Give me five minutes, and then you can go fucking Super Saiyan, okay? You're going to crush my sweater right. in a second here. Next, Gone Home. Anybody yeah. object to seeing well, this actually, up on that list? I, not necessarily no. the top ten, but up on the list. Yes. Moves up. Yep. Okay. Next. Yeah, Bioshock Infinite. No. Moving it Sucks. up. Okay. The yeah, Last really. of Us. Yep. That should go up there. And oh, Pokemon yeah. X and Y. Yep. Get your Pokemon. Okay. Let's see. Make sure that those are all up there. And not. I was going to say. I know. Legend of Pokemon Snap. Oh man, let's play that game. <laughs> Speaking of games I bought for sixty bucks and finished need, in two hours, I would like a uh, handheld sequel to that game. That would be the only way it would work. I want, yeah, I want, like an AR one. That'd be one. great. Oh my god, I went to yeah. this tree in this forest and I found a Bulbasaur IRL. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagining your Facebook guys. I found a Bulbasaur IRL. <laughs> Lols, what hashtag swear. <laughs> Okay, sweat. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, Jameis we- Weinston wins Heisman Trophy. Who? Jameis? Oh, I got an AP okay, alert. that's not surprising. I thought I'd turn off the sports alerts. Ah. <laughs> oh, nice. We have that down to wrong. 14. That's not too oh, bad. Oh, shit. Fuck, what did I do? Uh, yep. All right. We can work with that. This is much less contentious than previous So far, years. well, so far. We're oh, but... Wrong. Oh, we haven't of... even gotten to order yet, though. We still have to kill four games. <sighs> oh, yep. Uh, yep. Before we jump to that, does anyone need a quick I would like to get some water. Yes. Get a drink? I'm going to mute. Okay, don't hit stop. Whatever you I'll do. Because that will fuck things up. But Let's take you. a drink. I'll see Let's you guys take a drink break. Three minutes. It's going to be great. <clears throat> We're going to be done at 7.30 or at least. I'm leaving at 7.30. And then Spencer's going to jump on and look at the cratered, smoking mess of his list and just start crying. <laughs> I'll just be like, you bastards, you blew it up. I feel really bad that no one's here who's going to fight for Stanley Perry. I will. And I'm back. Okay, great. Aaron loved it. I, I don't. I'm not going to fight too hard oh, for no. Monaco. I'm going to cut that. Yeah, I'm just wait. Yeah. Are we back? Yeah. We're all here. All right. Um, nobody hit stop, right? Mm-hmm. We're all still going. Nope. Yep. Nope. It's been rolling. Great. So yeah, in that case, um, two hundred eight thirty for me. Yep. 
All right. Oh, I'm not even at 208 yet. Like, I'm at 207.54. Type type in there. Oh, well. We'll mine, figure that out. Like, Maybe. type on Aaron's um, audio. Yep. On mine, it's uh, 208.54. Okay. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, we're back from a short break, and we are now down to 14 games on this horrible, horrible list. Uh, in no particular order, those games are Super Mario 3D World, Gran Turismo 6, Device 6, Tearaway, Stanley Parable, Rayman Legends, Monaco, Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag, The Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds, Pokemon X and Y, Gone Home, The Last of Us, Bioshock Infinite, and Animal Crossing New Leaf. We have to get this down to 10, and then we have to sort them. Yep. Oh, hey, it looks like Killing Spencer is in the dock. Oh, how did that happen? Us. Oh, he has oh, no. a phone. Oh, God. God. safe. <laughs> um, this is like those horror movies when you realize the killer is listening for the phone call out of the house. house. Yeah. Spencer's yeah. inside the dock. Um, well, do so we how want do we want to like, try and do this? Can we uh, make a list of... Like the most, the least contended, the ones with the most votes. To put those aside for now, or I think at, at, at this point, before what we've done is we've taken a vote where everybody gets to vote for like I think their top there, ten or something. This list. There's usually five of us though. Like we can't do a majority rules with four people. That's true. We can have a two-two split, which leaves us with nothing. God damn it. Hmm. If only there was some way that Spencer could communicate with us. Yes, sonar. Oh, well, for, for now we might as well see if there's a 1-3 split for any of these games. Yeah, that'd yeah. be good. Yep. Um, Alright. Um, God, I'm worried that the first to go is going to be GT6. Uh, let's start at the other end. Uh, Animal Crossing, Doug and I are both championing, right? Yes. Okay. Bioshock Infinite, the three of you like. Yeah. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. Why did you just dismiss <laughs> Animal Crossing? Because it's just two versus one, or like, wh- where does Aaron fall in this? Oh, I thought it was, he was against. Uh, I don't. I don't Aaron? think I can push it for the list. All right, so it's two, two. All right, Bioshock. Yeah. Three, one. Last of Us. All yeah. unanimous. Yeah, it's unanimous. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gone home. Three. Mm-hmm. Pokemon. Mm-hmm. That's all of us. Zelda. Aaron and I will fight yeah. to the death to get this on the list. Black Flag. Yeah, it's like 2.1. Doug is Monaco. Sorry. Monaco? <laughs> yes, I I'm am. not voting for Monaco, so Bring I don't know why it's still on here. I'm not either. Alright, I guess it's an honorable think- mention, because I already said I'm not going to fight for a game I've Played yeah. slightly. Rather than tossing it off, can we move it to the bottom of the list? So that <laughs> we can don't want to crush him. And also, in case he does come in before we're done and is like, wait, 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 I need to vote on stuff. Alright, perfect. Um, Rayman Legends. One. I want to believe, but I haven't played it. And also, I haven't we, played it. I feel like a dick that we never let Origins onto the list in the first place because that deserves a spot. 
then are we going to give this one the pity vote. vote that Origins deserved? I know. You know that's kind of how we treated Brotherhood, Isn't though. Brotherhood, yeah. well, yeah. Brotherhood was a better Brotherhood was really too. good, though. Yeah. But it was also a make-do for not having two on there. I think we there. justified that to ourselves, but it still deserved it. Like, I still think, well, then I think Raven Legends deserves it. It's a better game than Origins, certainly. Yeah. I don't want to see it kill Yeah, I mean, game. I'm not actively seeking to do that, but I'm not voting for it. Stanley's uh, parable. It's me. No. So it's... But this is Spencer's number one. Yeah. I, I I've heard a lot. The, I've heard a lot, and I think, I think it, it sounds top, good. <clears throat> I think it'd be in the bottom. I would I would see it in the top five and be comfortable with that, just because it made me laugh more than any other game, or made me happy and have a good experience just in its short time than almost any other game this year. The way it the way it plays on your expectations and responds to the way you play is just yeah, so. But it was brilliant. the first time I played it. I'm actually coming around on that. Screw it. I'm voting for Stanley Barrel. Tearaway. Tyler, please sell me on this, because I'm like halfway through and just... It's so fucking cute, and it's so creative, but I'm playing a really, really boring platformer to see all this stuff. I'm not playing it for the platforming anymore. Like, I'm just playing it for the overall experience. Like, I love the presentation of it. I love the creativity of it. I love the way it engages you in the world, like, the way it uses the Vita, like, I mean, you talk about these games that you can only play as a video game, an experience that you can't have anywhere else, and this is totally that. There is no way you could do this in any other medium. That's true. Like, this and Stanley Parable are both, like, I think the frontrunners in that Mm -hmm. category. For, like, couldn't have been done any other way. Um, it's so, it's so fucking cute, and so, I love the way that the game... It's not about like getting more power ups so you can do more platforming, although that does that does happen, but uh, the way that everything you make kind of subtly starts appearing in the world and it becomes more and more this sort of customized place you've created. Yeah. Like, I, I it's the only game I've played of its kind where I spent like more than half an hour decorating and redecorating my main character. Just because I wanted to keep like putting new things on him. What blows me away is I was talking to uh, some other gamers over here who have been playing this game and one of them he covered up the Vita camera with tape because he hated that uh, the game kept like showing him on the screen. And I was like, <laughs> "Are you freaking insane? Like that's that terrible. is <laughs> that is such a great thing in that game is like having these experiences, and the game keeps referring to you, like literally you yeah. in the se- second person. That shows your face in the sun. And it's like I, I it makes you feel like I am a part of this world. Like I'm a part surprised. of this game." So many games kind of treat you as a god, like you are the deity, and this game actually kind of acknowledges that you are controlling what is happening here. Like you are their salvation, you their be savior. Surprised in the world that people are it's, paranoid about the NSA connect to, like taking their picture. I wouldn't like that. I hate it when things take my fucking face on it, like uh, with the Nintendo Land stuff on the. But this is like. It's not taking your picture though. It's like using your face know, in the but, way like FaceTime. But like it's when you're holding a handheld and it's underneath your chin and you're like looking at it, you got like five chins. You got like some booger. It's a very tiny no, snapshot. Your I'm face appears in the sun. It's not why like someone a... wouldn't like that. Just like the insane people who think the Connect is always watching them. It's it's it, fu- it tracks for me why that person would do that. Yeah, but I love I love the fact that I wasn't expecting to see my face in that game. I went, I <laughs> 
kind of I at first like smiled like oh shit I'm on camera yeah I did the same thing the first time it happened to me like at first it was a surprise and then I just started grinning I was just like oh that's so cute I know you didn't mean it that way (laughs) like (laughs) no not at all like I'm the last person to take selfies and post them on the internet but like the game like you know you think of gaming as being a a very much like eye of the beholder spectator type thing and like when a game keeps roping you into it, like the way that your fingers poke through uh, the backside of the Vita and like show up in the game, like and the way that your face keeps showing up in places, and it's mm. just, it's so, it sounds probably kind of gimmicky, but the end result is a game that really is all about like, it, it seems to me like maybe I'm wrong about this, but at this point the game is all about like, you know, celebrating the way that games connect people to experiences. And okay, that just, just let me talk good. for uh, a second and. You, some of you guys might have a lesser opinion of the game after I make this analogy. Too late. But imagine you're watching a romantic comedy with, like, Zoe Deschanel or something, and she's, like, the the guy's, like, super uptight, like, businessman wearing his suit and tie, and the girl's, like, manic pixie dream girl. And the story Zoe starts Deschanel. out... Yeah, and the story starts out, like, the guy in this analogy is, like, your average, like, I don't know, brosif, like, Call of Duty, like, Madden player, just, like, I play video games kind of dude. And the manic pixie dream girl is Tearaway. And when the game starts, like, he's too full of himself to get involved in these, like, simple, fun activities. It's like, oh, I'm too good for this. Like, I'm above this. This is embarrassing. I'm not going to do this. And as the story gets on, like, they just keep pulling him into, like, these ridiculous experiences. Like, come on. It's fun. Just live life. That is this game. It is constantly pulling into these moments. Like, yeah, it's not a hard, challenging game. It's not Mario. Anyone that is going to this expecting a Vita Mario is going to be so But do I want to play Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, the game? Yes. yes. Yeah, you do <laughs> because there's like. nothing else like it. There is no other game doing this. You know what? I I uh, want more games like this to exist, and I think that Tearaway is the first game in a very long time, maybe ever, to do something like this. And it succeeds back on this so much more on that front than Little Big Planet does. Oh yeah, Little Big Planet was you know it succeeded in some ways as being a level editor and then a game maker, but yeah, it just didn't have a, a heart behind it. It was cute. But okay, well we have thirteen games left. Hmm. All right, device six. I played. Who the played first this chapter? Not me. Okay. Uh, I think that this deserves to be on the list because it, like we said with the Tearaway, uses it would not work on any other device, and it has a very kind of. It plays with the player's expectations in a way that is super rewarding. Um, by the end, um, it, I don't know if you saw like the blueprint in the first chapter for the schematic for device yeah, brain three. Thing. I think. Yeah, yeah, they start showing you more and more of those devices, and as you get through the game, without spoiling anything too much, uh, you start to realize that you as a player are yeah. part of this narrative, and what you're doing on the tablet is part of the game. And um, the way it, the way that the statement it makes, and the way the story ends, which I really don't want to spoil, but um, I can if I need to. I think it, we should, given the, the context of what we're talking about. It's it's a very profound kind of turn because so I didn't than really your walk see it coming and as a spoiler <clears throat> yeah oh yeah absolutely oh, yeah. much much it's a much higher concept mm-hmm. and a much better execution your walk scared the hell out of me but it was also kind of like adventure yeah. game get this item used on this thing this is much more like what if, what if we use like text as terrain and what if like you know we the idea of using like like what? If, what if I don't know? It's it's so hard to describe because the use like, of sound is so exceptional too. In the way that like as you're moving through the text, it's like walking yeah. from room to room, and you can kind of yeah. hear sounds like fade in and out. And 
It's excellent sound work. Um, the puzzles are difficult, but not like punishing. And I felt like it, had really, it never broke the pace of the game for me. Do they become more interesting? Because like the first one was challenging, but like it was kind of like Year Walk, where it's like the second chapters were considerably easier with me because I was seeing like the de- developers' train of thought and like what they were trying yeah. to get you to do with puzzles. I would say the middle chapters have the hardest puzzles, and they're okay. they're more complex, and I like that. The last one, by that point, I really understood the, like the way they were thinking about things, and I got kind of just breezed through it. Um, it's but basically the game. You realize that you know so you are player it sounds like on, this deserves to be on the list as well, uh, and that's that's the reason why in, in preparation I bought the game. I haven't game. had any the damn time to play it, but narrative. this one it and, sounds better to be um, this than to be horror. So I think I'll enjoy this, but I can't really judge one way or another too much. Unfortunately, at the end of it, like is Nick still here? It looks like he left the instructions, and they're relaying directly to her brain without her knowing what's happening. And that's what device four is. It's your task. You might have, and everything you tell her to do. Eventually, she can't do it anymore. It's just, like, too punishing. Okie doke. Well, I mean, when she kind of, I'm not like, going to fight device as hard six, for device six as I might on other games in this list. It's probably kind of near the bottom of, of my list, because I... Analogy. I would say she has an arguably like, more she, simplified experience, but like, like, yeah, oh my god, this is what the, Nick said in terms of like a unique humanity, experience like, utilizing the hardware that it's built on. Like it absolutely she, like, accomplishes that. Yeah, she needs her What I've played, I've enjoyed, and I can see it's unique proof of concept, but I haven't finished it, so I can't then make that logical leap to go, hey, this is one of the best games of the year. But I like the idea behind it. What just happened? Alright, well... Hey, wait, can you guys hear me? We should proceed to... Hold on. Hey, hey, hold on, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you now. Okay, I got dropped from the call. Did you guys hear me talking? Nope. No. At all about the game? No, we heard you talking, but then you left, like, after when Aaron started talking... Uh, You left at the uh, 11... Damn it, it doesn't have a timestamp. Okay, I just spoke for about three minutes straight. Oh well, we didn't hear that. Oh, for fuck's well, sake! Well, I mean, I mean, we're we're keeping. Okay. It on we heard the you list, talk. We heard so. you talk about the game. Okay, I'm just saying, like it it does things with like the player narrative relationship that were really kind of surprising. And it's probably best you didn't hear the ending, but um, yeah. So I missed the spoiler. Yeah, it's <laughs> okay. Good, Spencer. Please keep this out. He's not going to be <laughs> um, this far in unless we do it. So yeah. Snap. Um. So put yeah. that in there, two, yeah. 220. Yeah, I need to... Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So, yeah, it's going to stay on the list for now. Grand Turismo. Yes. Sorry, Doug. Now it's to me. Yeah, good luck, Doug. No problem. Um, so, first and foremost, you guys know how much I disliked, at the end, Grand Turismo 4 and never yeah. got into Grand Turismo 5 that I was very skeptical of Gran Turismo 6. I didn't want to believe. Yeah. Can anybody hear me? We're, we're, we're yeah, we can hear you. Okay, I'm just waiting to see where you're going with this. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We're letting you have your dramatic pauses. Thank In you. world. I'm just used to getting cut off. <laughs> yeah. We're no one else has played GT6. No one is here to combat you yet. Right. Okay. These games are the top seller for Gran Turismo, or not no, not for Gran Turismo, sorry, for PlayStation as a brand. The are we doing top selling list? The- <laughs> no, but it is incredibly important. 
Tyler, just give him 30 seconds. <laughs> and that it has changed and updated all the flaws that were previously in Grenchismo 5 and Grenchismo 4 while keeping the same just raw passion and love for cars and automobiles and adding new features that show even more passion are just it's it's a package that I didn't think I would love and I was very skeptical of spending 60 bucks and buying it on the first day and getting it but I got it and it sold me immediately is it better than Forza 3? it's it's as good Oof. as Forza 3. The fact that you didn't say yes to a game that made our Game of the Year list two years ago is a problem. But yeah. that's... No, no. That's partially because I spent... Forza 3 came out in October. This came so, out last okay. week. I had more time under my belt with Forza 3. And also, Forza 3 does customization and online... I, I, I can't tell for online stuff because I haven't had time to play online. I can't tell for the... Cust- I, obviously, the customization isn't as good. But the cars, there's, I think... At least twice as many cars, if not three times as many cars in GT4 as there are in okay, Forza. So, far, so it's a give and take. How does it, but the driving the driving and the single player campaign are both better. But in so far GT you're talking about Forza, how it's the I best think. like so, it's a better Gran Turismo than has been for a long time. How is this a game of the year? <sighs> That's the tricky part. Um It's I don't know. that's why it's my nomination. Because I think it's something I'm going to be playing for a long time. Doug, it's your baby. Fight for your baby. I am. I'm trying to. (laughs) They've done something which I've never seen done in a racing, like a single-player car car RPG sort of thing, like this or Forza. What they've done is they've lifted the progression from Angry Birds into this game. (laughs) That is not a silly point. Yes, it is. Okay. The big problem with these games before is that as a single-player game, it was a boring trudge. So you had to get through birds. all these races and get through all that, right? Yeah. So now it's don't ask us. We don't play these games. I know Aaron has a little bit, and I know no, Nick I remember has. That's, I, <clears throat> I like Gran Turismo for the cars, but getting to the car part was very annoying in the past. Yes. I mean, the menus were always bad, but I also felt that that was just one of many problems GT had. Yes. They've always got the, nice videos does, when you boot up the game for the first time. Yeah, hey, that Cardigan song does, in GT2. Does this game do? And I'm not even talking about progression in terms of how the menus are driven. The menus but are does better, this game but does, it's not I'm just not, that. I'm not saying that all the games so, on our list have to do this, but does this mm. transcend its uh, niche trappings to make it a best game, or is it the best game that just you have played, which is what we're all talking about, yes, but... Like, where does it stand on the pantheon of these other 13 games on the list? I think it's going to be one of the more important ones from this year, if only because of its place within games and auto, the auto industry as well. They just Do you think announced... it works to its advantage that it's on PS3 and not PS4? Yes. Um, it's a bigger install base, of course, for sales reasons, but also they would have had to do even more work to upgrade the cars, and that would have meant having... Well, Forza 5 has, like, 200 cars. This has 1,200. That's an absurd number of cars. Oh, it's not just that. Also, um, Forza has maybe a dozen tracks or locations where they have different courses around the same course. This one has 36 or 37. Okay, so in terms of longevity, there's more there probably. Yes. Does it have the Nuremberg ring? Of course it has the Nuremberg ring. Well, Forza Laguna Seca. Forza doesn't. Uh, This has Laguna Seca. 
Fuck this yeah. is added Willow Springs, which is one of the best um, like amateur racing locations in North America. How's the moon? <laughs> the moon is fantastic. <laughs> I heard it's really boring. They, oh man, whoever says it's really boring is just looking at it as like, oh, you're just driving straight. It's reductive to say it's boring. It's ignoring the fact that you are driving on the goddamn. Hey, moon. I did that in the Mako. <laughs> so history game of the year. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that was so boring. <laughs> But to to make the moon, they took data from a satellite that Japan has that is basically making like a Google Earth of the moon. Guess who did that and they, like five years ago? <laughs> Google Earth. Who did that five years ago? Oh, but this was NASA Earth. data. <laughs> they use they use Japan, the Japanese more, data more for efficient this. and more is that make better. Room. Well, I mean, of course, <laughs> Japanese company. Moon? <laughs> Doug, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> for a game of the year because like I get it but I just I don't I don't see this working in your favor my friend I'm sorry it it works it works for these type of car racing game the same way that Pokemon does and that it cuts out the fat in between you and the fun how are the microtransactions does that bother you they are not there at all really I thought huh so four to five is the one that's saying Hey, do you want to get more credits? Hey, do you want to have oh, more stuff? On. And doing Forza Horizon, that too. And I loved Forza Horizon, but that was that ruined it. Gran Turismo Six, they are a very small side option. I can send you guys a picture of where it is on the menu if you guys want to see. It's not going to really help. Not it's not. No. <laughs> they are, they are both. They are both like invisible, and also they haven't fucked with how the game's progression and money systems work. But is, does it change the way you think about racing games? Like, is it just the best Gran Turismo so far? Or is it like, holy shit, they really rethought this and they're pushing racing simulation forward in a big way? Um, honestly, the places that are pushing racing simulation forward in a big way are the places that have more power. So that's some games that are on the PC. Like iRacing? iRacing specifically, yeah. Okay, what about F1? And also, there's something called Project Cars, and I can't remember the lineage of that. But <laughs> That's such a great name. Oh, the Bugbear Is that... Or was that not... Project Car? I think we're also getting Trackmania, the obvious... No. But is this a <laughs> the nostalgia factor, which we can say a few of these games on this list, or, well, at least one of them is doing, so, like, I get, I get that, but... Yeah. I, I guess... I, I feel bad because I'm just so dismissive of car games because when I play them, even like all of the improvements are lost on me. I go, oh, fuck, I can drive this thing. That's cool. I drove it. Now what? Aaron, you seem especially dismissive of most technical games. Though, like You're the same way about fighters. You admitted earlier that you just don't. It's not really but like shooter sim games like Arma. I get enjoyment out of. So it's not all technical games and flight sim games. I like in a way. I don't play them that often, but. So, also, I don't really like the PlayStation DualShock Three for racing games, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm dealing with it because the and I can tell that the racing physics have improved even using a controller I don't like for it. The weight and the feeling of weight transferring around around your car as you're racing, because you know when you when you go break into a corner, the weight transfers versus when you're accelerating out of the corner, and that stuff is done incredibly well in this, much better than in Forza's that I played okay. or GT four or five. So getting real now, technical like, now. If we're looking at the numbers, if we're going through this as we are, you're the only person vying for this, right? No one else is backing you up. I'm not gonna fight I mean, it off the list. Have to. We're 
We're at 13 right yeah, now. Yeah, we're going to have to. I see 10, but let me count. Like we have an hour left, at least for me, and we're not Six, getting really any closer. I could see this being number 10, but I can't I would see it agree with that. I, I can see other games on this list that I would cut before Gran Turismo. I would cut well, Monaco and did. I would cut... Bioshock. We already did cut Monaco. I would cut yeah. Animal Crossing, absolutely. Uh, I, I wouldn't. Would. I, mm, the, it's social, diffi- the way that game took off with its social features is just incredible. Doug, um, I guess the biggest case here is going to be, on your own personal top ten list, where would you yeah. put Gran Turismo? <laughs> uh, the hard thing is that I haven't put as much time into it, obviously, as Bioshock or um, uh, even the last of us or pokemon but it's rocketed up there if not number one then number two Hmm. okay it's it's i i I hate to sound like i'm drinking the fanboy kool-aid and i'm super high on it because it just came out and that's partially yeah it, it did just come out and i'm really excited but i'm really excited for reasons that aren't just oh it's a new gran turismo it's they've made the changes i wanted them to do and added great content it's, it sounds like it's your game of the year. Yeah, it just about is, really. I just don't know if it's Silicon Sasquatch's game. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't really think Doug's think... making the case for it to be the overall number of the game of the year. I think he's just saying it's, it should be one of our top ten. I'm just saying, like, I, I could see it in the bottom half. Because, like, honestly, when I look at the, the, like, the things that were accomplished by games like Tearaway or Stanley Parable or, you know, even Super Mario 3D World or Pokemon... I, I don't see Gran Turismo being that big step forward. I, I, I can make an There's argument a- as well, like BMW just BMW just announced their new sports cars, the the M four and the M three. On the same day they were released into Gran Turismo six and they were given a special event to let you drive the car in the game it- and win a version of the car in the game. So it's really good marketing. <laughs> it had no not just really good marketing, but also that's how far a video let's game start, has come start, to be included with the multi-billion-dollar auto industry. Let's start by a good point, Nick or uh, Doug. I'll allow you to keep Gran Turismo. I will kick off Assassin's Creed from the list. If then, yes, Tyler agrees and just keeps Rayman, unless he'd rather have Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I want if Rayman I have to pick one, I'm picking. Aha. Oh God. Because, yeah, you've got Tearaway, you've got so Rayman, you've got Assassin's Creed. I'm taking that deal. If, I'll take it. If I need to do anything, let me So you're it. telling me that only one Ubisoft yeah. game stays in this list? Or you can fight it, and then we can kick Gran Turismo off, which I don't feel good about. If Gran Turismo's on the list, Well, you know, no one's fighting... Nick doesn't want Assassin's Creed, but no one's fighting Rayman. So, yeah, let's keep Rayman, yeah. let's boot That's Assassin's fine. Creed. Yes! Thank you. Hey, making the hard choices. <laughs> Them's the breaks. I really think you guys should give it a shot. Like, I, I think that the way that the single player is done with GT makes it a lot more fun for people who aren't super car nerds like me. You know I love a good racing sim career. So, All right. You Wii U owners, let's talk 3D World. Okay. No, not Aaron, finished. have you finished it yet? Pretty. Okay, uh, what world are you on? Seven? Okay, I'm on six, six or seven. I forgot. It's been um, a couple weeks. Have, have yeah. you unlocked the fifth character? Yeah. Okay. Rosalina? Yep. Isn't she Spoilers. just like a. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I'm kidding. 
Doesn't she play like pretty damn similarly to Peach? I don't know. I haven't played her. Well, she also has that kind of floaty thing. She can kind of like do like almost like a double jump thing, where she like spins up or something. I've seen videos of her being played. It's not some I huge guess, revelation. By the way, Spencer just said prepare <laughs> yourselves for next year. I uh, I, I guess He's like not happy. the thing with Super Mario. So this is going to be like Nick helping me or me helping Nick to defend it. Um, if I'm looking at the remaining games, I would rather just make my case for Zelda being the best game, which Super Mario, I think, was great and is great, but you know, we're getting... I want you both to rank well, your Zelda, Nintendo games. Zelda Pokemon for this right, year. Yeah. Number one Nintendo game is Zelda. Zelda, Pokemon, Mario. Zelda, Mario, Pokemon. <clears throat> no, sorry. Zelda, Zelda, Animal Crossing, Mario, Pokemon. Pokemon, no Pokemon love. Hey, wow, that's two. making me really sad. It's just, it's... Uh, I also played Black 2, so it XY looks a lot better, but the mechanics are very similar to Black 2. Yeah, I just uh, think the online features of Pokemon have pushed it so much far forward. It's so I, much easier I, to trade I, now. Other than so trade, I haven't done anything with it. I know, I have a friend who's put 200 hours into Pokemon already. I, Jesus I'm, Christ. I'm on the 7th gym, so maybe I can't speak officially on it, but I just got bored with it. Try hard. Uh, oh, like, oh, man. I mean, it's so good. It's it's pretty easy. I like that it's easy, but that kind of the, the lack of challenge in the gyms is really bumming yeah. me out. Anyway, yeah, you um, you will definitely find some people to stomp the shit out like, of you online. Don't get me wrong; I think it's a top ten <laughs> game. Like, I think it's fun, like, such a big step forward for the series. But like, yep. it's not having gone from the previous game to this one and having played White before it. Like, I can see. I'm more used to the more recent Pokemons than I am the middle ones. Like, I never played any Game Boy Advance ones, but I did play the DS ones. Alright, so Nick, uh, you, you say number one Zelda, number two ah, no, Animal Super, Crossing? Uh, no, Super Mario 3D World above Animal Crossing. And then Animal would, Crossing and then Pokemon? Like Animal Crossing, yeah. I could be fine with being off the list. Not, like, I enjoy it and I played it, but, you know, you don't complete that game, so you just play it a lot. Yeah, Nick, for you saying that Pokemon is not a big leap over X over Black and White is fucking insane to me. If you've played any other Animal Crossing game, so I haven't. I've only played the GameCube one and the DS one. I didn't play the Wii one. <laughs> then fuck off, because this is the same fucking game Wait, as City no, Folk no, no. and I played Wild three World. Three out of four in the series. Don't tell me to it's fuck too late. off. You just said you only played the GameCube one. I forgot that I owned the DS See, one and played a lot of that. <laughs> then the fact that you forgot that says a lot about Animal well, Crossing. Well, the DS one was the pretty bad. <laughs> They're all the same goddamn okay, so game. That's the argument. If they're the same game, what about New Leaf makes it not the same game? Online and social it, features. Which XY and does are those, better? I don't. Okay, think so that, online, so the online features of Animal Crossing. Are you going to benefit from those if you're not doing Street Pass? Yeah, I, I didn't Street Pass. I mean, occasionally I get a uh, me out of town. But I, I think the Street Passing in Animal Crossing is almost as pointless as Pokemon's. Yeah, I, I never went to the whatever that place was where you could see their houses. I just played online with people I know, and like I, I just I've seen so much awesome create. Like this may be unfair, but like there's so many amazing like designs out there you can download for the game from people who are generating their own like patterns and. I don't yeah, know. but in Pokemon, like I've done it both with people I know and with total strangers. Like I've traded with Aaron, yeah. and the ease of doing so. Is the so much trade. It's such the a huge one, step for Pokemon. It's easy, but it's still yeah. Pokemon. You're still just trading Pokemon. And, and you're still just types. making the fucking <laughs> patterns for Animal I think, Crossing. Like, that I doesn't think, change I think, either. 
I think Tyler has a great argument because the really? it allows you to get into matches or to make trades or to do I other stuff this, on like, Pokemon a lot easier. Dude, it's a lot the more island is simple from Japan, Germany, England, wherever Australia, just at the bottom, and I could battle them in, in a second if I wanted to and trade. I never got yeah. in the metagame of Pokemon the way Aaron did, and now I can do it with anyone over the world anytime I want, just for it. I know how to. Yeah, you just go to the bottom screen. You just select it. It's so goddamn easy. You turn your internet on, and then you start you getting do. a request. It's it's. I never got a request. I have gotten several requests to battle. Yeah. Just wandering yeah. around the world. Like, yeah, not, or you start making requests to battle. Anybody. I thought they were just like showing random people playing the game. I didn't understand that. No, this, that's who you interact with. The top, yeah. the top level is people who are on your did, friends list. The middle one or the ones the game just never tell you never, what that was for. I don't think no, it ever. It never told you. It told, it told you, you like here's the online well, seems... part. Turn it on and then. Yeah, and it did, but it kills my battery. But I was like, whatever. And you know what? You can be dismissive yeah. of Wonder Trade, but I think that's a fucking amazing feature to add Pokemon. I like Wonder Trade. Well, that's kind of like cool thing is. That's, and that's what like makes you, it great! You breed a bunch of Pokemon that are desirable and just toss them out there in a goodwill function, like if you're that type of player. I've yeah, gotten so many Eevees from Wonder Trade. You're the asshole who just gives I a bunch of trash Pokemon and you happen to get a rare one. So, like, that's that's cool with it, but the, the thing with the breeding and the element of that... Also, have you guys ever gotten the gimmick Pokemon? Like, some people will, like, go out of their way to, like... I don't know, name their Pokemon funny things, or like do like seasonal pers- Pokemon. Like one person caught a whole bunch of Delibirds and named them all like Santa Claus and gave them like special. But this is presents. all stuff that people do in Animal Crossing too. Like this customization, this like comical, like. Yeah, I, I think just it's think it's easier, easier to engage in Pokemon my, with random strangers. I think that my thing is Animal Crossing is less of a game to me and more of just a lifestyle simulator. Like, a, like. That's what fucking but, no, Parable just as far is as like point. The Sims. The, the oh, Animal Crossing stuff simulator. is why it never appealed to me before. Is I had the GameCube one and I barely got through it because it was so obtuse in a negative way. And Animal Crossing New Leaf was better at that because it allowed me, like it, it, it was more clear. But it's still for me a glorified Sims, which is not to dismiss it. But I, that's why I think Pokemon is better as far as a game of this year. Nick, I need you to face reality here. You were the only person backing Animal Crossing here. Are you telling me that it's better than any of those? Well, if it's better than Mario, then it stays on the list. No, it's better than Bioshock Infinite. That's not the argument we're having here. And <laughs> oh, I know. I'm just saying. I see 12 games on this list, and it's better than at least two of them. Who's willing to make a deal with Animal Crossing? Then? Nick, I what are you willing to sacrifice for me? I made my pence. Yeah, and Nick's the only one fighting to keep Animal Crossing in here. What is I'll he doing? Sacrifice the Last of Us. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> there is no way you think Animal Crossing is a better goddamn game than Last of Us. You are sniffing some kind of glue. Um, uh, that's true. That's huffing I'm some serious ass paint thinner. I'll drop. Uh, it's just so hard for me because this is the first time I've played. If I haven't played the Wii one, I played a lot of the original two, and like this. Is when the was first the last time? time, time did you play Animal Crossing me. yesterday? Do you uh, think Animal Crossing ago. is better than Device 6? Do you think no. it's better than Gone Home? No. Well, no. Those are the ones that, and we know how we feel about Zelda, and you said Mario is better than... I'll drop Animal Crossing and make it an honorable mention. Get this <laughs> Huzzah! But you guys are... I, I wasn't one way or the other, I'm just like... Tyler. Tyler. 
For how much you love Tearaway, it makes me sad that Animal Crossing didn't do that for you. Because I've played <laughs> all the other Animal Crossing. But this one's so much better. And it's every- not! It's done. Yes, it's it done. is. You haven't played it. It's done. I haven't played it? I play it on almost <laughs> daily basis. Really? Yes! Oh. I, My house is I got a huge house. <laughs> yeah, his, his house is pretty so, huge. Okay. We've got got we've got eleven. It sounds like what's going to happen here is someone's going to convince me to kick off Stanley Parable because I'm the only one currently voting for that. No, I want. I would I I would be fine with getting rid of Bioshock. That's what like. Here's what I'm saying. From here, it seems like the wink wink right now. From here, Bioshock is the only one I'm going to like say uh, I can let go uh, of and not be butthurt about it. Yeah, I would say that or Gran Turismo. Yeah, I mean. But I don't want to pick on Doug too much. Yeah, looking at the stuff that's only on my list, like I would probably get rid of Mario before Bioshock. Yeah, that would, well, that would probably be it. I would I would do Mario instead of Bioshock. But I think we need to talk about those two games then, because I, as much as I love Mario 3D World, it's really for me why I love it so much is that it's Mario 3D Land with the wing get let's and really good levels. And I don't like the three multiplayer Mario. Let's just, I didn't until let's just Mario Three World. I'm fine with that. Mm. Alright, we'll make an honorable mention. Whoa. Did not see wow. this coming. But I didn't I see Bioshock, Bioshock should be above Gran Turismo though. At least Bioshock is ambitious. I just I feel I feel bad. Wait, how the fuck did this happen? Hold on. <laughs> Like Aaron, you don't really no, think the but I mean, that was a the deal I made. I'm not saying that, like our list has to be on deals, but like I, of course, if, if I had the, if I had the Aaron solution, hasn't played Gran Turismo. Yeah, you can't like, make you guys allow me call. to have fucking Zelda as number two two years ago without any, anyone playing. Hey, so yep. I can't make that judgment. But if I had my choice, I would totally kick Gran Turismo off and like leave Mario on the list. I think this is fair. I think that Zelda is a bigger, more significant step forward than yeah. Mario was this year. Yeah. I, I Partially because I have a 3DS, but I kind of want to get to next month and be able to buy a Zelda, whereas I don't want but to make Doug, a step like, and get a Wii U for Doug, Mario. Are you, no, Zelda, wait, you're for, if Zelda is doing good things for that franchise, 3D World is building off of what 3D yeah. Land did. Yeah, yeah. and, and in really, really, it took as, the same as, overall, but changed the gameplay. As Nick said, oh, the cat suit looks so fun, but I can get with 3D Land as well. I could see 3D World maybe being like the Super Mario World to 3D Land's like Super Mario Bros. So, 3. Exactly. Damn it, we don't have any it Wii U games left. So there's no Yoshi. <laughs> yeah, this fucking sucks. That's because no, the Wii U is a piece of fucking you shit. You want to buy one. No, you just asked not. about getting one from the cheap... You're just pissed that there's uh, eight, there are two yes. games worth owning on it and so, it costs three hundred dollars. That's the problem. It's yes, Tyler, yes. Like ten games. For sure, Doug. If Absolutely. we look at this list yes. next year, the way that you've been playing Gran Turismo, you're not going to go back and go. You know what? Maybe it wasn't the game of the year. Like that's because you haven't played that much of it. Is the one thing right? Because like at least with Zelda, when I did put it up there, basically. I was basically done with everything but the final boss. So I had seen essentially the entirety of the game, even though I hadn't quite finished it. I'm kind of shocked I've, that a few indies I've, are on this list. I've driven a variety of cars. Of I've driven in the races. I've seen stuff. The only yeah. the only problem is I haven't played online, but I'm I've been adding people onto my list from internet forums in order to prepare to play online. Once I have time, that's going to be happening. It's no Daytona though. Well, you know what, guys? 
get Still find some measure head. of peace in the fact that we have our top ten list at least. Not in order, but it's there. I think it's in order. No, it's not. <laughs> it's definitely not. No. All right, we're almost there. Home stretch. Almost there. Well, so who, who, what games have the most votes left? As far as what who voted for them the most? Um, Last of Us. Yeah. Last of Us has unanimous vote. So that's, Last of Us is pretty unanimous. It's probably going to be in the, t- it's make it be the top one. five. I'm not making it number sure. one yet. Yeah, let's divide top five and bottom Pokemon five. will probably be in the top five. I think... I want. I demand mm-hmm. Pokemon is in the top five. I think it's I Pokemon. don't. I'm, I, I will not admit it either. Okay, let's bump it down to like five then. I think the Pokemon should be top five. I don't. Vote it down, I agree. Sorry. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I, because I haven't played them, I honestly would not want to see Device 6 or Tearaway above Gone yeah. Home or Pokemon. But that's, that's also fair. because I haven't played them. I would them. put Gone Home above both of those, but I would put them very close. I would not put Device I 6 above Tearaway. I don't think Device 6 should be above the top 5. I mean, well, just for now. I would I'm be fine with to, that. I would, I would be willing to move Device 6 down for Tearaway. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is going way too Yeah, what, are we doing something wrong? <laughs> We're we're missing we're missing Spencer. I think yeah. is, is part of it. Uh, okay, Stanley Parable. I think should be lower. N- not in my opinion. Yeah, if only because nope. we're missing its. Where in I relation to Bioshock and Gran Turismo? I want it. I want it number eight. I want Rayman and Device Six above it. Yeah, don't be so sure about well, that. Mate. <laughs> I think Terraway is too high. I don't. Yeah, there, man, there are a lot of games that not all of us have played, which usually is what happens. But this is going to be shit. Yeah. It's gonna be my tough. the Who's people in my house. Doors, by the way. Oh, it's okay. I was just wondering. Like we don't. Well, really people have you live with, there, That's what I was saying. In half an hour. Oh shit! Okay. Let's get all right, Legend of Zelda is going to be number one or two. That's right. it for me. No, no, let's just yeah. put a pause on the top five. Let's only look at the. I think. I Come think on, let's look at six through games, ten right I, now. We can't all then allow Doug for a game he hasn't fully finished yet. Just saying. Said the guy well, who I pushed Skyward Sword at number two. That game, I still think, deserves it. But either way, that's two years ago. Gran Turismo doesn't really have a finish, though. There is no story. There's no resolution. He's not going to find some satisfying conclusion. So you want to you want the cars? So Tyler, you want to see it? Yeah, nine, eight, seven, or six above all those. Grantus, I don't care, but Doug's really passionate about it. If if you want to break it down into story progression, I've gotten the first half of races unlocked, and if I wanted to, I could be pushing through them. But I was pushing through trying to get all of the stars so like and all of the stuff of the done rate. in the first two levels. Okay. Doug, if you had to compare it to Bioshock Infinite, where would it fall? I'd put it above Bioshock. I think mm, it's How would you guys feel about that? I want. I think we need to talk about Bioshock before this is over. Yeah, we, we haven't even talked talk about, about Bioshock. Bioshock. It's just, it just moonwalked into the top ten. What the yeah, hell's up with this? It's like, I don't think it belongs here. Not to say I disagree, it's but, here, but... Like, let's talk about Bioshock. And no one has anything to say. <laughs> I think... I feel like we're parents talking about, like, a troubled child. <laughs> yeah. I think it was... Ken Levine uh, sitting in a chair looking sullen while we all stand around him yeah, and talk about him. I had an epiphany where, it al- where the storyline stuff almost made sense and then I realized it was really dumb again. Like, I just... 
the ludo narrative dissonance has gotten this, me too if much. If this list is based on story, then yeah. Okay. Bioshock, I mean, it probably doesn't belong on this list, but that game is about right, so much more we, than its narrative. We swap game. out Bioshock with Plasmids. Assassin's Creed just to piss Nick off. <laughs> I can't decide if that's a good thing or not. <laughs> I, I don't abide by that. Bioshock <laughs> is definitely above Assassin's Creed for me. Yeah, I think okay, Bioshock so then why? is what, fucked why? up as it was in the final... Uh, the superb art direction, the great sound design and music, the gunplay. Like, I had a blast playing that game on several different difficulties. I love the change-up in the combat between, like, using the vigors, the guns, the skyhooks. Like, once I allowed myself to accept, like, this is not Bioshock, I loved it for what it was. And I so embraced that So it's a AAA shooting game that's so like I love- Bioshock and we like it enough. But is that enough reason for it to be there? Because... I wouldn't call it like Bioshock. It's different. It it's its own animal entirely. And I think that the style of combat it has, it's not like other shooters. Like, so Call of Duty doesn't give you the variation in the way Call you pr- can approach these areas that Bioshock does. But, no. Nick, what do you I see? thought that the I variation was, say, was still boring. I didn't think it was. But I you suck at shooters! I, shut up, Tyler. <laughs> this is true. I, um, I, I actually agree with everything Tyler was saying about this game. I thought the combat was superb. I had a great time shooting people in this game. But Bioshock has always aspired to be more than just a shooter. It's aspired yep. to say something much more about the commentary of playing games and what it means to be participating in these narratives. And there's just such a fundamental, massive disconnect between the violence you're enacting and Booker's whole narrative arc that by the end I was just like, this is a game that has, it's like, it's trying to say something really deep, but it's so far it's ass. Yeah. It's I just thought it was I, because, the, and I said I, in a way, though, it does kind of poke at video games and the whole like multiverse. I don't think that they're doing that. Ending, like, I think the that, idea, that, like, that's... there's always a yeah, but they're not doing it. They're not doing it well enough. They're not that's making commentary Parable, on it apparently because I've yeah, played it. Not... But that's where Stanley Parable makes yeah, it better. They're not making a commentary on that, that multi-universe thing. They're just using it as a trope to push the story along, and it's not that good. I thought that Booker's story wrapped up well, but as a as a a game that you know was you know created by Ken Levine and his team over a very long time to be a successor to Bioshock, which is, in turn, a commentary about games that had a very flawed third act. I don't don't remember what we're fighting about, though, because I'm fine with Bioshock being number 10. I I guess it's me saying that I don't... I think it's better than Gran Turismo. Like, that's... I mean, I don't know. Honestly, I I just wanted to make sure that we got through this conversation without... Not without mentioning that Bioshock was... Bioshock. Well, so is it... Yeah, it but if, if Bioshock was what it was originally set out to be, then it would probably be closer well, so, to like the so top five. So is it a yeah. switch yeah. then between, like, basically it's nine or ten are going to be either Gran Turismo or Bioshock? Is that what we're saying? Yeah, those I are locked in. it's fine where it's at. I'm Doug? okay with that. It made Doug? the list. No. Well, at nine? Bioshock, yeah. I would... I would prefer to see Gran Turismo above it, but that's also because on the list. I'm that's in love with Gran Turismo. Good. Yeah, that's I mean, pretty in terms movies. of like the way we handle our list, like they're both going to go yeah. up on the same day anyway. So yeah, true. Okay, okay, I'm fine with this. Okay, me. Stanley Parable. Who thinks it should be higher? I have it in my top three. So I think it should probably yeah. be above right now. I mean, as far as a as far as a commentary on things, as far as taking and doing actually something interesting with narrative, like that made me 
think about games, think about choices, think about, like, maybe laugh my ass off, which uh, it's very difficult for a game to do that because most games are really terrible at humor. Let's not look at it in terms of Rayman because I'm, t- I'm totally fine with Rayman at number eight and no one else has really put much time into it. So let's say Stanley Parable and Device 6. Like, where do those two stank up for you guys? I'd say Device 6 um, above Stanley Parable. I would put Aaron? Stanley Parable as high as possible, so I put it above Device 6. All right. Is this. Oh, I, I how do you guys it. want to manage this then? Well, so here's the thing I could see Device yeah. 6 and Stanley Parable in the top five. I, don't I think, think that's where we're gonna, we should expanded. go to Tearaway next is like another one of the games that only one person is sort of defending. I'm kind of defending it. You know what? If you want me to Skyrim this shit, I will Skyrim the fuck out of Tearaway. Oh, God, don't do that. <laughs> right, Skyrim, no, oh, Skyrim, Skyrim is our game of the year. I'm Exaggeration. Oh. Mods, man. Sorry. Tearaway is my <laughs> Skyward Sword. Straight up, like it is my number one game this year. Really? Like, yeah, absolutely. Wow. Damn. All right. I mean, like, I, it, I love where it's going. I haven't finished it yet. Uh, okay. Well, if I want a challenge, then yeah, I'll here's go what's play gonna Last happen of Us. I'm but, going to. Okay. I'm going to get Zelda as number one, so I'll let Stanley be number seven. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. So fucking whoa. And right now, yeah, Spencer, that's a bit presumptive. Spencer is caught. Like, Why am I burning all of a sudden? <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, I think Device Six is a better game than Stanley Parable. Um, Tearaway over Pokemon. I kind of want to see Tearaway no. over Pokemon. Me too. I definitely do. Actually. Hey, I just cave. No, <laughs> Doug. Come on. What's that? <laughs> Well, Tearaway is not getting any higher than four. What was the question? No, Tearaway above Pokemon? No, 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 no. Why? Pokemon is the same fucking game since 1995. But it's so good. Who's the guy that played every single one in the last year to get... No, it's not. So we give you just complete control because you're you're like the the Pokemaniac here? Like 20 minutes ago. Aaron is the best. I'm glad it's where it is. But I I'm think it's a great what number Nick was five game. About is that it's the same game. It's not at all. Like even from Black and White too. I mean, just don't discredit yeah. my experience with it. I'm not trying to be like rude about the game, but like I played 30 hours of it. It's the same game. And 120. I played 70. I I played 30 <sighs> hours. I've never wanted to play 30 hours of a Pokemon before. Okay, well I played Red and Blue. Yeah, I got a level 100 team, man. Back in the day when I was in junior high. <laughs> yeah, I don't have the cartridge Bring anymore. But <laughs> I still have mine somewhere. I was gonna say like I was gonna say tomorrow I'll drive down to Portland <laughs> and grab my Game Boy original link cable this shit. I'll oh. see who has the best yeah, view. Well, you probably. I'm just kidding. Uh Pokemon is the fact that Pokemon made the top five is shocking to me. Um I'm happy that it's in the top ten, but I didn't think it would get this high. So Yeah, it's Aaron and Doug, really good. what is it about hmm. Terraway that makes the you think it's game, not better than and I, Pokemon? And I'm not going to buy a Vita to play the game. I haven't played so it. That's why. That's a smart like, yeah. decision. So exactly. So we're I wouldn't, both of those. Yeah, I wouldn't we're just talking about I wouldn't even recommend buying a Vita for that one game. So how is that a game of the year? Because there is well, no I'm game of the year that justifies an entire console. Like, well, actually, make that Aaron, case is ridiculous. Aaron has a point though, because like he and I would buy a new Nintendo console for a Zelda game. No question. Then you guys are insane. 
No, we're just really like Zelda. But I'm, I, again, these are these are not like yeah. set in stone parameters that say, oh, be, I would each one of these games I would buy a whole new console for. But that should be a part of it, right? That it is the most compelling software, regardless of platform, that is so damn good, especially in the top five, that you would go out and recommend someone buys a Vita just for that game, even if they played no other game on the Vita this year. But there's no game on 3DS I would recommend someone buy it There's like five games. I would recommend someone buy a 3DS for Pokemon. Luigi, even. Even Fire Emblem and stuff that didn't make the top ten. But those aren't games to buy the 3DS for. That's what you're saying. And Zelda is the game to buy. Yeah, they are. Luigi's Mansion. You think Luigi's Mansion is a reason to buy a 3DS? For a hardcore tactical RPG player, Fire Emblem, for sure. Best game of that kind in a long time. Four. I would probably recommend they play XCOM on yeah. iOS before they play Fire Emblem. Well, yeah, me too, because that game but, is fucking great. But the Fire Emblem has, like... Pokemon is a I game to buy know, a 3DS so for, and tons of people I know bought a 3DS for Pokemon. Zelda is absolutely a game to buy a 3DS for. I think that's that, two games, at least, for a system. We're talking about Tearaway I, that only one of us has fully completed, right? Yeah, I would actually put Pokemon with Tearaway. I'm rolling the cable on that. <laughs> Fucking hate all of you guys. I'm sorry, Tyler. It made the top I'm, five. That is not good enough. Pokemon, like you said. Now you're saying that. Yeah, now shit. you're. The only reason I championed, I championed it because of the online it's more features, than that, my friend. <laughs> it's more than that to me. It's real to me. All right. Well, we have our top five here. Let's keep looking at this. I'm just going to throw this out here: Zelda, Last of Us, Gone Home, Pokemon. No, I no. think the, I think the top three is fine as is. No, not at all. I disagree. Here's, if I would, I would not mind seeing Gone Home win. I just haven't. I would not mind seeing Last of Us win. Last but that's of also because I yeah. played those two. I made the decision. This is the I made the decision to remain. I think I made the decision to it buy a Japanese DS. Totally so, that means so I don't have, to, I don't have Zelda Last yet. Last of Us I'm for sorry. me is going to be number three. It's either one or two. It's going to be between Zelda and Gone Home. Zelda. Gone Home. Wait, what oh, are we talking shit. about right now? Who, <laughs> no, who are we listing like, off well, games for? I was number just one? saying that for me, whatever we decide is one or two, Last of Us is number three for me. I think Last of Us is number one. The other two are fine. Last of Us is hampered by a really broken first quarter. Gone Home is hampered by just a being a fucking oh boring-ass game. <laughs> you... Had the worst Did you just like look through the the, the strategy guide for it and not pay attention to the game or something just to beat it? Because there is no strategy guide for it. It's just looking exactly. at notes <laughs> and hearing some lesbian high schooler ro- talk about thing. her first girl romance. That's fucking Last of Us, except that what? <laughs> it's no, it's no it's the guy. It's Bill and his all dead. partner. <laughs> that is the strongest of straw man arguments I've ever heard. I, yeah. I loved the atmosphere and everything that Gone Home built, and this I love the, the stories is, that it told. I, I guess if I'm looking them. at these stories, as yeah, in there's plural? multiple stories. We, yeah, I, yeah, every different character has storylines. The Skype session, like how each character resolves, even if you never see the other characters or meet them, you never see any character. I felt I knew those characters better than I knew. Well. You cannot About, tell me you well, yeah, this character no, better you, than Joel you, and Ellie. That you don't shit. know them better, let's say, but the same. But Joel and Ellie are pretty much the same fucking tropes as everything else. Like, he's still... Make no mistake, though, that Last yeah. of Us did a great job with those characters. I yeah, just don't... I think they're it's top great three characters in that genre, no but it's still a grizzled guy with tragedy, and then 
yeah, there's not a lot of young girl characters in games, but and, she's still help, like tough young girl. And I, I and the survival yeah. story is still stuck with a cover-based shooter. It's like it's it's familiar territory that is. I didn't play that, that game as a cover-based shooter for most of it. Which difficulty? Like, I, I avoided combat like the plague. Hard oh, and survivor. <laughs> I played on normal. I use cover. I'm playing on easy because I, I thought it was too hard stuck. on normal. Yeah. I barely stuck with it for. I think it's I a statement gone home. Too. I. And it's a, as statement. a game. Yeah, this but that's part of the game. Of the year. It, I think it's the most important. It's the most yeah. important game I've played all year. If, if Stanley Parable is the funniest game and most just kind of cerebral game in that sense, I've played this year. Gone Home is the most important game I've played, but I still think Legend of Zelda is the best game I've played all year. I would actually agree with that, too. Gone, Gone Home is what I wanted Bioshock yeah. to be more like. Yes. I don't need all the shooting. I want to see the story. I want to see what you're minutes, telling me. guys. Exactly. We could do this. And the shooting... Yeah, the, sh- the, <laughs> the, 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 the Bioshock shooting just... It got to be too much, and... I'm right, sorry, so everyone's but sometimes arguing for Gone Home here is saying that Zelda's better. So I guess the only thing we're arguing is for where is Last of Us fall in this three. top three? I guess number three. I do. But I don't know about that. I, it's really like, good no, I'm, not, I'm not going to go back to Gone Home, or sorry, Last of Us anytime soon. I really liked it, and maybe the DLC, but even the DLC doesn't sound like enough for me. Gone Home, I've already replayed, and Legend of... Why? Me too. What I'm more does it have to say? Like once you play any that. fucking game, you know the story and the plot of. Yeah, yeah what, you what else does Last it have of Us to say? twice, dude. Yeah, but Last of Us has it's, gameplay. Yeah, it's so does Gone Home. There's no hard mode for Gone Home. Yeah, I didn't There's find nothing. all the notes. It's still the, first the atmosphere, time. even if I know and I'm not scared and I know the ending of it. Yeah, it's still the experience of the game and the story that it tells with those characters. It's still interesting. The characters themselves can tell the story. Yeah, you've read a, like basically read a you're saying that the story times, in a right? game doesn't matter because if there's not enough shooting or gameplay, then that that's what matters more. Like gameplay matters more than story, which I don't agree with. But that was what we talked about last year with Journey and Walking Dead. But those were with what with those two, we argued that these are experiences you can only and those have are two very strong games that we're not medium. talking about right now. Yeah, both needed to and Gone Home is, is made by its story. There is not a lot of gameplay to Walking Dead. There's not a lot of gameplay to Gone Home. There's, there's not a lot of gameplay to Journey. Left. Journey is a game where you push two buttons. And Gone walk Home is sand. a better Shenmue. And it's our game of the year. And the interactivity with complete and total strangers who you have no connection with beyond that game. At least Gone Home is what Shenmue should have been. Dead. You're not shooting people. You're shooting like. Whose dog is that? Aaron? Again, people are going to start thing? showing up yeah. soon. So my dog's not that big. No worries, we're almost. I think we're getting close here. Uh, Personally, I, I would say Gone Home, Last of Us, Zelda, but that's just because I haven't played Zelda. Aaron, we got to talk about Zelda at least for the record. It's not it's the most. One. So if you talk about nostalgic games, something like Rayman, or you talk about that that kind of platformer, just something that's a core gameplay. Uh, what a video game has been is that Zelda sure has that, but it is the best Zelda because it plays on yes nostalgia, but it's its own game and the gameplay is tight, absolutely. And the story for a Zelda is really good, which is not just like oh for a Zelda it's good, so it's game of the year, but it's 
it is satisfying it's a good story from all of the like, additional um, the, the fact that all the dungeons are kind of do whatever you want. You can do them in any order, and you're free to do that. You don't have to just go track down a bunch of items to then use in that dungeon. But they're not as open-ended as you make it look. It shows you which item you need on these like freaking pedestals. It might have a flashing sign saying, this is this dungeon. Well, hey, would you rather they just don't tell and you? And then you have to backtrack. That would have been pretty shitty too. You get half. I think there are stuff. probably more subtle ways to give you hints to what you need. It rhymes with the bookshot. Like sign. what? Are they going to put that in? <laughs> I don't no. know. Other environmental clues, like where do you think bomb walls came from? There's not sign that a says giant bomb crack here. In the wall that's a different texture or color than the wall is pretty obvious, but that's a clue. Yeah, that's like saying bomb here. But it's well, better than just spelling hairs. it out for you. Like just because it has the icon of bomb doesn't dis- dismantle the entire dungeon itself. The dungeon design and the, the dungeons benefit from that design too, because it's like, hey, here's the item you're going to use in this, which every Zelda yeah. game to this point has also had as well. The difference was you got that item in the dungeon. Yeah, I just don't see the point giving you all the items from the get-go if it, like you go to, to a dungeon and it just says get this item. It's because they wanted to change the flow if, of the yeah. game, so it's not this linear trial. If they had like, left that as is, you would have said, oh, this is another like, stupid Zelda game that doesn't innovate. Like, you, it would have been a lose-lose anyway. Have you finished the game, Tyler? Yeah. Okay. I feel like the narrative justifies it well, too. Yeah, it's but. simple. It's... it's. I, what about the narrative, like, makes it that much better I than other Zeldas? I think that the thing with Zelda is because it was always a gameplay thing. It was always the legend of it, it didn't have this epic storyline aside from what you would um, kind of fill in as placeholders with. So yeah, it, it was never this Final Fantasy level of story, but I think that Link Between Worlds sets it up better than any of the other Zeldas by humanizing and giving context to the characters so? like they did in Skyward Sword, which is why I liked it. So yeah, it's a simple story. Can, can you please elaborate further? Can you Give me some specific details of what in that story humanize those characters the to make them that, so real to again, you. Again, you're Link and you don't have a backstory, right? But you have the blacksmith and then you meet the family. You know about the son that's missing, which is not really a consequential thing. But you're introduced to Zelda and the Seven Sages and they each have their own personality like they do in the other games. And then the, the cutscenes to Hilda and the way that... Yeah, she's playing the, oh, God, yeah, I could save my people and all this drama crap. But at the same time, even having those elements of cutting between what you're doing and not just going, here's a dungeon, have fun with it, was at least a better stilt to to build this entire game on. You know what I think did it better than Link Between Worlds, though? Majora's Mask. And, no, that and, game was broken. <laughs> you're broken. I... <laughs> I, I hate playing it's such that a game. I hate playing that, that Zelda. It's my least favorite Zelda. Me too. But that's not the argument what? that we're having. It's so, so stressful. Like, yeah. I don't. Know. I, I think the, the until when you're talking about like developing characters in a story beyond like the main mission, like I think that Majora's Mask. Well, when they do the HD remake, we can not have it on the list because it's a remake. So we'll deal with that then. But yeah. like. <laughs> But you're. I'm, I'm just saying things because it you is. said this is the best Zelda. Well, and I, I don't agree with bad. you. <laughs> really, really, I don't think the All combat right. has evolved very much from the other 2D Zeldas. Of course not. It doesn't need to. That's not the. That's not why you play a Zelda game. The combat is there to keep you on your toes. It's the yeah. The, the dungeons and the bosses in this are some of the best that they've ever had, especially from a top-down 2D-ish Absolutely. whatever Zelda. 
Yeah, those were the best boss fights in a Zelda game. Yeah, I'm, well, I wouldn't say in a Zelda game, but I would maybe I could see the from a two and like the hot swapping with the map and even the little things that they added, like the um, the my mice and upgrading your your icon your yeah. The my mice is just finding a hundred little items hidden around the world. But the yeah, way you as found far them was as kind of inspired, I thought it's the little things like that that they added to it that gave you justification to do it. It was more interesting than just saying, "Here's how you upgrade that." So. What was your favorite um, boss? Yeah, that was good. The last one. I love a good Ganon fight. Uh, I'm just so sick of fighting Ganon. <laughs> well, technically yeah. it was Yuga that looked like Ganon, but... You Ganon, I guess. I, I love the mm. way that you the, the way you finish him off. Like it was very true. To Zelda that was the thing is it made it had a more epic feel than any of the more recent Zeldas. Like even Wind Waker. Yeah. What? Yeah. I would say Twilight Princess had that feel too. Yeah. Like, and when you're talking about best bosses, like, yeah, I'll give you 2D for a Link Between Worlds, but 3D, like, I I loved uh, Twilight Princess's no, boss fights, especially Hell, when, yeah. The double hookshot fight with the dragon. Oh, it's oh, so, so good. I love that game. Yeah. Do we actually agree on a Zelda game? I thought I thought in, in Twilight Princess got too much undeserved crap. <laughs> but but you played on GameCube, Tyler. Yeah, so. I thought that game was great. I don't think it's as good as Wind Waker, but, but you played on GameCube. I thought it was weird. Not bad. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Why does that make me weird? It makes him pragmatic. I played canonical. Left-handed. Link. Yeah. Oh, left-handed link. Well, every generation yeah. has a different link. Good point. You know? always that always felt weird to me. But they're all left-handed. Aside from that, <laughs> so okay. So, Legend of Zelda number one, we got it. All right, let's move on. <laughs> no, no. I know you got like thirteen minutes left, but let's let's everyone go around maybe and list their top three. It is my top three right now. Okay, Doug. Gone Home, Last of Us, Zelda. All right. I would go Gone Home, Zelda, Zelda Gone Last Home, of Last of Us. We're all different. Every different permutation. Ugh. I would be okay with swapping, like like Nick said, swapping Last of Us and Gone Home. I would I'd be, be okay, okay with Zelda too. So let's let's talk about. What I don't want to live in a universe where Gone so Home is rather the number have one game of the year. You know. Yes. I don't know if I feel good about Zelda or Gone Home or Last of Us in this top place. That's what makes this a challenge. Like, none of them on its own is clearly the best game of the I game. think there's a reason that Last of Us was our unanimous well, it's the most solid choice game on all of our lists. But that doesn't mean it's the best game on the list. No, it was a very good game, though. And in terms of, like, that style of game, that, like, Hollywood production, like, linear story, you're playing through this explicit story that those developers created like no one's ever done it better than this I think that this is a great way to cap off like a kind of like this is that this generation's game in a way like to think of like the kind of games that kind of identify with like the PS3 360 generation this is like the most yeah. polished one of the most well built versions of that it tell like it's well written. The animation is great. The story that it tells is very good. I don't think that the gameplay is 
has any okay. So that's sort flaws, of the argument that we're saying with Zelda in a way. Like if that if Last of Us is the best of this, if, if you're just the argument is that it's the best of everything that's come before. Yeah, so is in my opinion, this Zelda is the best of the Zeldas that have come before. But Zelda, I no, think you're I know, being more specific. You're not talking about a genre. You're talking three about three just a if franchise. If these two games are more of the same but the best of, then Gone Home is the only one that's unique. And if we're rewarding that, then I can see why that would be number one over Zelda. Yeah, I just don't like the gameplay of Gone Home. I didn't think the story was that great. I thought it was... I th- yeah. For me, Gone Home was just... It was unlike anything I'd seen in the game. Look, if the three of you want to bully me into putting Gone Home at number one, yeah, like we, we want to convince you, I, yes. I'm never going to be convinced. I, Gone I Home know. isn't He's even in my top ten. He's very adamant about this. Yeah, I will. I will make the concession and leave Zelda at two to have Gone Home at one. Because again, I've, I'm running on time here. <laughs> That this makes us indie as fuck. I kind of no. want Last of Us at no, you two don't. now. Next no, stop. I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> yes, right. you do. God, I, I, when am I the swing boat? I, I agree in terms of Last of Us being both an encapsulation, a capstone for this generation, and also the story stuff that they do is good. I enjoyed... Okay, the story might be kind of trite and gone over a number of times, but I enjoyed the amount of shade of gray and the amount of just a rough edge that the characters had. They weren't single-dimensional characters. And in a game that, in an, in an era where games are all about choice and branching endings, I love yeah. the fact that they told you one story and stuck to it. Yeah. And, so and that home. opening sequence is jaw-dropping. That's what I wanted to see more of in yeah. the DLC, not to get on an aside, but I hope they do DLC of those 20 years between, because I don't really care about Ellie's story. What about Gone no. Home, Last of Us, Zelda? I think Zelda That's is what still, I think. to me, better than Last of Us. I, I don't I, think either of those games is better than Last of Us. Well, we don't always get what we want. You got Tearaway number five. <laughs> and we Rayman. Have more, you have we Rayman have in here. Got home number one, though, with three people. Look at this. All I I've will got trade Rayman to keep all these games off of here. Things I was pushing for for my individual... Yeah, Mario 3D World didn't even make the list, which is bullshit. But well, it's not. I would have Mario above Gone Home. Valid, if that's what you guys want. Invalid, so it's not going to happen. I'd rather see Gone Home. I, I'm going to say not, Gone Home, Zelda, Last of Us. That's <sighs> you know what. Gone Home, Zelda, Last say of Us, again, three. Nah. I feel like Gone Home Last of Us Zelda. You know what? I'm almost actually backtracking and thinking that the way we have it right now is okay, like Tyler was saying. I disagree. I I love Gone Home. But I was also pushing super hard last year for um, Walking Dead to be number one, and it did not end up that way. Which- and this. And I love that we have gone home in the top three, and that it's making us—it's making this strong push for number one. All right, guys, doing this from a purely democratic uh, num- uh, math perspective. How about this? We each do our top three. Uh, number one is worth three points. Number two is worth two points. Number three is worth one point. All right. Are we are we back to 2010? <laughs> Here we are. Just, Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. So yep, Nick, we are. Minecraft. Nick, what's your number one? <laughs> Gone home. 
I Nicholas. would say I would say Gone Home. Last of fucking us. Judas. You told me, Zelda. Nick. You told me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Next is know, Doug. Now that I think Doug, what is your number one? Yeah, that's right. Wait, shit, I take it back. That's right. What? Got, got home Zelda Last of Us. Still got a horse in this race, damn it. Sorry. To... Last of Us. Gone home Zelda. So Last of Us is number one for you, Doug? Okay. Like Steve Ballmer, I've okay, got three words. Zelda, Zelda, Zelda. That's... <laughs> No, it's. Uh, <laughs> Start screaming. Um, well, if I have the chance to rank it personally, then it's going to be Zelda Gone Home, Last of Us. We're at an impasse. All right, and so I say Tyler? Last of Us. So, uh, <laughs> oh, fucking shit. <laughs> at home we did the math it is 888 last of us they are all equal in math this was a colossal failure I'm sorry for wasting your time that was the dumbest thing I've seen in a while alright so I guess we have it our top three is a three way tie last of us Zelda gone home we can't have a tie it's not possible (sighs) can someone like call Spencer on the phone and like Okay, so Maybe. well, I don't know. Did Spencer Spencer played so Last of Us, right? You are, you yeah, are I believe so. Last yes, yes, num- like number one for for these. I'm I'm saying I'm willing to home, to side with Last of Us. I would rather go with Gone Home. Nick wants to go with Gone Home. Oh, I would rather go with Gone. Push Tyler out. Gone Home is yeah. number one, <laughs> and I'm I'm still going to stick with Zelda's number yeah. two. Though. That's my I'm, stipulation. I'm, Damn it. Political backstabbing. This is fucking Game of Thrones shit. I just can't get over the fact that Last of Us's mechanics don't keep up with its story. It's a great game. And I actually can't keep up that Zelda still plays like fucking. But Last of Us plays like fucking Uncharted. It's on genre at this point. Yes, it does. Yeah, it does not. Yeah, it does. For the record, I wanted to be Gone Home, Last of Us, Zelda. I wanted Zelda at three, but I'm willing to take it at two if it means that. Gone Home is number one. I will Gone let Home. Gone Home be number no. one if Zelda's number three. <laughs> no. No, fuck you. You've got like, Rayman. Gone Home is now number one. Dude. Don't. No. I am putting Gone Home at number one. That is locked. Now we are fighting about number two and three. All right. I would rather see I Last of Us. <laughs> Tyler would rather see Last of Us. You two would rather oh, see God. Zelda. Well, I don't know. Who's going to get Well, here's the thing. I Ugh. I am not going to live in a world That's where we right. have another fucking you're, Zelda game. You're going to keep living in that <laughs> <laughs> So, this is the best Zelda game I've played. Like, it's my favorite Zelda game. No question. I'm already like, halfway through my On the hero game. mode or whatever? Um, yeah. Oh, look, a hard yeah, mode. Yeah, which is a pain in the ass, but... Yeah, I'll take that. Um, I'll have to go back and play the Oracle games before I'm willing to even say this is the best 2D Zelda. No, they're not. Oh, the Oracle games are not as good anyway. as I remembered. Although I did play them when they came out. But I definitely um, prefer the 3D Zeldas. Depends, but I don't. 
I like them both. Um, I'm also so much of a presentation guy. Like I just don't. I can't get myself immersed in the 2D Hyrule. And you know, the more I think about, like for all its flaws, I love the fact that The Last of Us took narrative conventions and really did unexpected things to them. Like the chapter where you finally play as Ellie was. I think we all agree that Winter. Yeah. I I would assume we all agree that Winter was the best part of that game. Like I I don't know. I guess with the Zelda stuff is everything I said and a bunch more. But seriously. Like this game has the best fucking music of the year, and and it's not just because it's oh, nostalgic, it's but best it's, soundtrack, no it's question. seriously, I I I liked Last of Us but music. I have, I have that soundtrack on my Pandora station from good. like fucking Rocky Votolato. So you know, I just like that's the Last of Us soundtrack. Put on an indie acoustic guitar Pandora station, you got Last of Us. I'm not dismissing the music, but I'm also angry right now. <laughs> You are uh, Zelda angry. is just so much like remix stuff to me that it's it is just like constant nostalgia barrage. But the way you solve those dungeons and the way you progress through that game is so different from every the other sound Zelda cues, game, including the 3D, 3D space and 2D. that they use because you know they haven't done a 3D game 2D with that that's really been not sort of um, pixel graphics and sort of dumbed down, or in the case of like the older handheld ones not really a 3D game cuz like they switch perspective right with um link between worlds it is a fully 3D game and when you merge into the wall and right. do this stuff like it switches perspective and it shows you not just top down pixel sprite so like god i'm so torn here those are such good games i'm sorry i just haven't had the chance to play zelda because it's not out for a system of my own it's not right, that yet. makes nick swing man well, not really, because uh-huh. best case scenario would be two versus two. But if Nick agrees to this list, then we're done. I mean, I still have control over the Photoshop, so say what you will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, Aaron. God. I I love that. That is no question the best Zelda game, but it builds a lot on its previous stuff. Last of Us has some big problems too. Like I really. I stand by the fact that the introduction after, you know, 20 years later, the first couple hours are pretty rough when you get used to the mechanics and the game is kind of like, yeah. it gets up to a slow start. Um, by the end of it, I, I had a lot of frustrating deaths throughout the game. I thought that the mechanics weren't always very fairly laid out. Yes. Zelda is a better polished game. Totally is. It, start to finish, I had It was no one of the most consistent pacing and enjoyment and, games pick up or play or sit there and play for hours. Like I think that what I love about Last of Us was the story. But I just I, think I, I, I think I the fucking... rental system in Zelda is just stupid. I think it's unnecessary. I think it doesn't really add anything to the experience. Like if they want to make it open ended, if they make it open ended, don't is I read that in The Road and I watched it in the movie The Road. I'm not I love yeah. that genre. Love that genre. But but Zelda. the story of Zelda you saw in The Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds? Yeah, the, well, nobody's saying the story in Zelda is better than the story of The Last of Us. I don't think even... Well, I mean, if, 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 if... I think I Aaron's just Aaron's saying upset, that the story is more important to what Last yeah, of like, Us is the, than the what the story of, Last of Zelda Us is. is. great, but it's, again, the problem I have with Last of Us is it's just the best version of a bunch of rehashing of those tropes of that genre of zombie games, of post-apocalyptic crap. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, still it's kind of the best Naughty Dog game that I like I like it better than Uncharted, like I will say that, but I still don't think it's oh, yeah. even the Me second too. best game of the year because it is the best of those tropes. Like remember Nick when we were in that presentation 
for in PAX. They brought up and showed, of course, because it was a marketing and uh, pitch meeting, but they're like, here's all the stuff of the games and movies and things that we have looked at. And it was just obviously clear that they just synthesized all of this popular zombie crap and made it their own game, which doesn't mean it's bad, but it's not exceptional to me in that case. Like, I've watched that movie. I've read that book several times, and so I'm tired of it. Yeah. I think... I think Gone Home, Zelda, Last of Us. So that means that we're able to wait. We're, we're tied again. It's basically yep. like Doug and I both say Last of Us number two. You two both say Zelda number two. I don't know how do how do we settle this? Like no one's really willing to budge here. Doug literally Zelda can't budge count. because he hasn't played Zelda. But he hasn't finished Last of Us, has he? I haven't, but I've actually played Last of Us. How much? Have if you it's played? in, like we talked about where I got to. I got through the into the fall. Okay, just wondering. Like, the problem I have is I was actually, I was at a store and I was seeing everybody on Twitter go, oh, Zelda's great, Zelda's great, Zelda's out. I'm like, I went looking for Zelda to buy it as like a, a flash buy when I was killing time in it's not the city out in a few Japan, weeks ago. Yeah, is what he's saying. And it's not but, out in Japan. Yeah. But this is the It's American coming out the day after Christmas in Japan. I'm, saying, I'm sorry. Like, that's, it. <laughs> I thought this we was have a, we ha- We'll have a separate Japanese <laughs> game of the year list. I promise. When I'm not even It'll care about the Japanese thing. When was the last time a Zelda game came out in America first? In Japan? I don't know. No, I I know. So, but because you haven't played it, we we run into this problem every year. None, none of us are going to be able to play every single game. That's going to be the factor. Well, I think we did a better job oh, this year than previous. But I just yeah, I'm like not trying to kick Doug out like it doesn't matter, but if he hasn't played Zelda, then I know of course he's going to vote for The Last of Us, which doesn't seem it seems lopsided in that case. Yeah. Yeah. And I was saying that. <laughs> so you're saying that what I'm saying doesn't matter just because the only other person here you, has played you, Last of me, Us hasn't played Zelda. Therefore, no, you, me and his vote automatically goes to Zelda. Right? right? Right. And Doug's vote doesn't automatically go to Zelda. Yeah. It automatically goes to the but, Last of Us. So if we're looking logic. at the those of us who have completed... And honestly, if if we brought Spencer in at this yeah. point, he'd vote for Last of Us because he played, played Zelda. Zelda. There so, you go. Right, I think because he's never I played think Zelda. Prior, game, which is just like a like, big problem. I haven't finished the Zelda prior, game either. Right now, when it's the last two games that we're dealing with. I think that's where it matters who's actually played through the games when it's the final decision. We've already decided number one, based more on a group vote. But like this is why I'm not letting it go is just because yeah. to give it away to those who haven't only played one or the other. Like, I think now is where it's fair to look at, okay, so how are the votes going to go for those who played both games entirely? You know what? In fairness, at least three people finished through the Zelda game this time. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't think that Link Between Worlds adds that much the franchise i'm going to be interested to see if they can expand upon that open-endedness whatever like maybe like the wii u zelda will be even more open-ended like i'm sure like if they keep going this direction maybe we'll eventually get like a skyrim on training wheels type zelda god forbid my as opposed to what <laughs> baby's first elder scrolls on rails elder scrolls 
I mean, this it just seems like such a weird compromise having the rental system in place. And it was more obnoxious to me than not because, like, have, being in a dungeon that requires a certain item and dying, especially early on, like, it's such a pain so in the ass because you have to go back to the shop and re-rent the item. I bought everything. Yeah. Also, I never... It's, it wasn't I about never, cost. It was just about time. Well, I, yeah, never, I, I, I had to go back I, to the I, shop. I, I didn't buy it a single time. I just dungeon. bought everything. And the rest of it, I had enough rupees where I bought basically everything like, out from him by the third or fourth dungeon. Yeah, I, but, I bought the, the core stuff first, like the boomerang and the bombs. And but the later just, dungeons weren't a problem for me. The first two dungeons where you really need a specific item were problems for me. Like the the Hera, like the Gale dungeon and Hera's temple. Like those two were the ones where I would die and I have to go back to the fucking shop and like basically restart the temple. Like it was just, I would much rather have it to where like you can go to these different temples and yeah, still give you the item in that temple. But still, you have the open end of choosing have to where you're going that. and why. I guess if I had died on those first uh, dungeons, I would have been frustrated. What you're saying is, if how would you get the item going into that dungeon and then be able to go do whatever dungeons you want? Like, I don't get that. Because yeah. you can still choose which dungeon to start. Like, you can still sequence break. Maybe you can get an item earlier on that's going I to help you in other dungeons. This isn't sequence yeah. breaking, though. I it's think why it, it added freedom and choice to Zelda where it needed it is to not just make you feel like, oh crap, I gotta do the fucking water temple first and whatever like that. You can do whatever you want in any order, more or less, and it was less of a, okay, I have to trudge through this dungeon and just find the item. Great, I have the item. Now I know I'm gonna be able to kill the boss, no problem, etc. Like, it just, it was more fun for me to do that, then even though I liked the other Zelda method, that was more arduous over time. It was more cliched. Yeah, but it was just becoming that because Nintendo was making it that but way. This is like the if, fresh if there's air. any breath of fresh air in Link Between Worlds, is that there isn't... The breath of fresh air isn't that there's, a, there's no five-hour tutorial when you start the game. That's, yeah. what, that's what helps this game for me above, like, Twilight Skyward Princess Sword, and... Sure. I, don't know, I guess but, Skyward Sword. But in terms of presentation, like I, I would totally prefer like a game like Skyward Sword. I feel much more immersed in those worlds. So I prefer the atmosphere, and that's something that Last of Us does so much better than Zelda. And uh, I like having characters that have actual personality and something to say that isn't like save the fucking You're princess. Saving again. the princess. I would disagree. You're saving atmosphere. Ellie. Zelda's She's the fucking princess. Like <laughs> that's yeah. it's just the adult gritty version yeah. with blood. And you saved the princess. <laughs> so it's like Portland. Well, you know what? If Zelda had a flannel tunic, then maybe I would give it that vote. <laughs> yeah. All right, someone show me the pattern for uh, flannel Just tunic. And there's some disgusting websites to go to to find that. QR. Yeah, you don't want to do that. I don't know. I would love to see a Zelda where you're actually like playing alongside the princess like all a Aiko or something like something where she's just not in constant peril. Like, yeah, they put Ellie in that situation at the end of the game, but that's because you've had an entire game of building your relationship with that character. I have mm-hmm. no motivation at this point to care about Zelda. I'm playing the Zelda games because they are fun, but I have no it's investment in those storylines. It's about the quest. And it's about what Link doing, like what he wants to do to do the right thing. I think Tyler's saying it could be more than that though. 
Link well, yeah. has no motivation. Link right. is you. So there, that's the yeah. argument is between a game where it gives player agency by making the player the central role or the game that is linear, and that's Last of Us. So the, but there are benefits. Yeah, and in terms of non-linear games that make the player you, I think we've had better games than this list before. I don't think we've had a better like linear single-player like AAA action game on this list ever. Than Zelda? Mass I would Last I of would Us. Rather, like we did in the past, I think Mass, Mass Effect has a better, even linear story. Is this Mass Effect 2's <laughs> here? Is this the one? Oh, God. <laughs> it's finally making it come back. <laughs> you can't call Mass Effect 2 linear, can you? Yeah. The choices you make, in terms of, you still basically you know, have the getting from A to B. Even if the choices alter slightly, it didn't really impact that much towards the end of the series. But that's the separate thing. I, I I really don't I really don't want to budge on Zelda, which I know is what we're talking about right now. But I made hey, I made deals, I made concessions. I got fucking assassins. What concessions did you make? List. And Thank you. For you that. never had Well, I wanted to get it moving along. To have I wanted to get it moving along. You caved on that like, pretty Grand quickly. I think belongs in this list, and it's there. I don't think Rayman Legends belongs, and it's there. Device 6 I haven't really even played. Stanley Parable I think should be higher. Tearaway making it to 5 is crazy to me. But... Yeah, it is crazy. Gone Home being a number 1 is fucking batshit to me. Alright, how about this? Last of Us at 6. Yes. Stanley Parable... <laughs> Two. And then Mass Effect 2 at 3. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're Should just we unlock gonna, some of these to like, like this You know what, I'm what? honestly I'm fine with the rest of it. I've, I've bent over the barrel on the rest of it. That's fine. What have you bent over for? You keep saying that you've made such huge sacrifices for yeah, this. I Super Mario, huge and games. honestly I would have rather had Assassin's Creed. And then basically pushing off here, what else did I have on here originally? Really, it was just we had the fourteen yeah. is what we're talking about because everything else was, you know, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, no. I just did. Either of you have I, Zelda I above Gone Home? Someone. Because I still think Why? Zelda is more important to me. It is, Why? to me, a more, and you're going to love this, Tyler, a more concrete game. A better example of the best game that came out this year that is still the sum of its parts of its entire series, but is the best of that and is still a better game than the other ones I've played this year through its sound design, through its gameplay level design, through the dungeons it gives, through the freedom that it has, through the charm and the character that's involved without having to have a rote storyline that treads a lot of the same ground. So Aaron, I have to ask yeah. this as the devil's advocate. If you hadn't played Link to the Past, I'd still enjoy it. I what think it's think completely separate from a Link to the Past. It may be in that same, it may be in that same world. That's horseshit. But all the reference to Link to the Past you need to know is that there's paintings that say what happened in the Link to the Past. 
it's it has a dark world, but it's nothing to me like a link to the past. It's its own thing. I mean, it's sprite for sprite and note for note, the same visuals and music, just updated for a new era, which is but not a bad thing in my opinion. The same? I just to point that out. That, like, I think that holds a huge amount of sway on people. So having no, the overmap is the one thing. Are the dungeons and the gameplay and the items that they've added in since the beginning of the series and like A Link to the Past are different. I don't think you'd like the music as much as you do if it wasn't like such a huge homage to the original Link to the Past. No, it's still great music, but you're right. Like it was a big part of the fun for me was hearing the same songs. But, like, sure, but it, it really also has time. some of the best 3DS music I've ever heard. Like, just from a soundtrack. Yeah, well, I mean, Gone Home. and uh, Gone Home is yeah. a great soundtrack, right? But also Last of Us, like, some yeah. of the best PS3 soundtrack. And talk about sound design. Like, sound God, design. like, the first time you're in a room with those clickers, like... Oh, God, yeah. You know, yep. I'm sorry, Aaron, but I gotta go okay. with Last of Us on this. Oh, we're done. We're finally done. I think that Legend of Zelda being the 15th game in its series compared to Last of Us being the first. 16th! I feel Whatever. like we make that concession. <laughs> Tyler cheerfully gets in there. The number of games and exhaustion in the series. I, I think that that's not a good... If you're going to tell me that these are all significantly different well, games, then Pokemon holy games crap. Are not just core games. I'm mean, just... Yeah, Pokemon's very overrated. Grand Turismo, that's not exactly Bioshock Infinite shouldn't be on this list. Monaco didn't even make so, the list. Yeah. Monaco's pretty original. No. It's never going to well, be a perfect list. This is how it's supposed to be, though. It's None of us are happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like Christmas with the family. Oh. I'm happy that Pokemon's on there. I'm, of course, happy that Gran Turismo's on there. I think Bioshock deserves a place. I want to play oh. Rayman. I want to play Stanley Parable. Just have to play Tearaway when you come in visit. the last few years. Okay. I'm only uncertain at this point of Tearaway, Device 6, and Rayman Legends as far as their legitimacy. That's the only problem I'll have with this list. I can deal with Zelda, but just for future generations to know. Well, then, Nick, next time you and Aaron visit each other, let them play Tearaway. All right. Future generations like about an hour should and half. be aware of this. <laughs> to finish it? I'm just kidding. We've made it's at least like a six past. to seven hour long okay. game. Are we yeah, done? no, it's a real game. Can I go wash my hands of this? <laughs> yeah, we're done. Have, Have your party suffered through this long ordeal. I'm so sorry this happened. Um, gone home, which of none year, of us really even cared about. At a point. <laughs> and just to read through the. But hey, fuck you. To read through the last list, it's uh, from number ten, Grand Turismo Six. Number nine, Bioshock Infinite. Number eight, Rayman Legends. Number seven, The Stanley Parable. Number six, Device Six. Number five, Tearaway. Number four, Pokemon XY. Number three, The Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds. Number two, The Last of Us. Number one, Gone Home. We'll talk about who's writing these up later, I suppose. Yep. Yep. I think it's time to call it a night. It's been. We have a meeting next week, right? Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. Yeah, let's see. Well, I'll make a group post and we can divide this stuff up, maybe. Or the, or yeah, we can start. We can divide some of that work on <sighs> the group. Can't say I'm too surprised to see Gone Home at number one, though. I honestly didn't yeah. think it would make it. All I right, be Last of Us. Or How do we wrap up? 
Um, I guess if you actually listen to this entire thing, God bless you. You probably are. Yeah. Please yeah, get a little pushing in the background. Yeah, it is. Yeah, which is a, a good hobby, actually. You make stuff. All right, uh, Tyler, Doug, Aaron, it's a pleasure. Go to hell. Thank you for <laughs> slogging through this with me. Uh. Once again. <laughs> I think everyone's mad at me. At I, this we point, talked about so an alliance, Nick. You totally I know I did my job. Totally let me down. I, I just in good you basically like vote for Zola over Last of Us. Joffrey'd me, Game of Thrones. <laughs> well, hey, spoilers. There's a separate podcast coming. Anyway, <laughs> look for our Game of Thrones podcast. It's called Lame of Thrones, where a bunch of grown men talk about. Yeah, fantasy. That that Maybe. part when we had like the oh, that, just when adding the numbers up between yeah. that top three was just oh, that was the best. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> fucking eight. Well, everybody. Oh god. Thank I you. Hate math. Yep. Yeah, thanks, everyone. Good night. <laughs>